evening, everybody. Welcome to episode 123 of Vigigame Apocalypse. That's one, two, three. You think I'd have something for that, but I really don't. My name is Michael oh, Raparas. Sesame Street. That's what this episode is. Yes, that's what it should be. <laughs> or Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> again, I'm your host, Michael Raparas. Who, Who else is here with me? Christopher Antista. Interrupting. Dave yes. Rudden. Right. And yeah. Tyler Wild. Tyler the Consumer Wild. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's I, your Twitter handle, I right? I changed it to Tyler the Consumer. As a, as what a happened dude. to Bugs Bunny Superstar? That was a while, that was a while, and then it was a Garfield reader, and yeah. now it's Tyler mm. the Consumer. Tyler the Creator. But you, you named it joke. like Tyler's been in my Amazon queue. He's making fun of my recent purchase. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think Garfield Reader might actually be becoming a rarer thing. Like, do kids today actually know what Garfield is? I don't know. Because that's mean, a character yeah. that's sort of bound to newspapers. Uh, I believe in new releases you would have seen that Garfield Dash just came out on 3DS. Nice. I wish you hadn't told me that. <laughs> and that is that is like a three-year-old port of an iPhone game. Of course it is. And I, that's, can't, I can't imagine why it would change. be. Like Garfield, but I can't imagine why I loved Garfield when I was a kid either, so... It was the funniest thing in the world when the world didn't have a lot of funny things. Mm -hmm. Now we do. Now we know better. I'm not sure that it was ever funny so much as just like, here's an entertaining thing for you to read. That looks great. It's beautiful to look at. Garfield. Here's here's (laughs) a newspaper full of boring words. Now here's a Garfield in the middle of it. Can you find him? (laughs) Without further ado, the top 24 best Garfield games. No, it's funny because Garfield, like isn't good but even as a kid I understood that like Family Circus was bad mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. stupid so even as a kid I could discern like this is one of the better of all this garbage I in the know. paper that fucking map when Billy would run around <laughs> that shit was magic it, was, I, it wasn't funny but it was awesome to look at look at what he did he knocked over that paint can and then he kicked that veteran remember my dad when I was little saying I don't think comic strips are really for kids these are jokes that only adults will get and I'm like what are you talking about Doonesbury is great Mike Doonesbury's <laughs> eyes are weird that's the whole joke yeah yeah yeah. so uh, this show is not about comic strips Damn believe it. it or not we have a whole, whole comic show there is something old and weird that came back this week yeah. uh, King's Quest is back with us again in a new reboot that was developed in part I, I think it was they, they worked with um, Roberta and Ken mm-hmm. Williams, the original creators. Didn't she make her first... Yeah, she made her first public appearance to give her support to the game in like 20 years or something like so, that. I think so, yeah. Wow. They crawled out of retirement. Mm-hmm. I once emailed Ken Williams because I needed... I was working on a feature that I never actually published, and he was he was on his boat. <laughs> he, he and Roberta <laughs> were out on his uh, boat. Nice. They just retired and were like, yeah. I just <laughs> assume that they're there all the time. They founded Sierra, by the way. I, I know, yes. Say. Yes, they did. That's, no, no. But I that's a good thing to bring up. For the audience. Is a, and mm-hmm. uh, they had the the Sierra Magazine interaction. Remember that? You're the mm-hmm. only one or I've heard ever mentioned. They had a, I've a column in every issue by their son. It was like the ultimate in nepotism. It's like, yeah, I got to go to the Phantasmagoria set. Here's my interview with the actress. <laughs> there was a brief period where they tried to do sexy games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Soft porn adventure, I think, was theirs. <laughs> yeah. But I promise this is about Vigia Games. Specifically, King's Quest sparked a search for, you know, what are, what are some other games that deserve to make a comeback? Some venerable adventure games. I mean, King's Quest practically invented the graphic adventure genre where you're moving a character around on screen and clicking on things mm. and typing in commands. I thought it might be fun to look at some other games that should also Ooh. make a comeback. I'm sorry, Monkey Island isn't on here. It's got a got a remake. I got I got to put that out front because it not only got a re it got a remake of the first two games, 
And also, it had its own Telltale series in mm-hmm. 2009. I know that was a long time ago. <laughs> but the rest of these games haven't seen the light of day really since 1999. Yes. Tales from Monkey Island is still available for purchase. Please don't mention it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but please buy it, probably. Because there will be more that way. Nope. No? You don't I think so, ever? I think there would have been other... Yeah. In a different time. A I know, dozen years. I know Disney has the rights, mm-hmm. and uh, Ron Gilbert is trying to get a hold of those rights, or would like Disney to give him the rights so he can make a game. But uh, we may have seen the last of Guybrush Threepwood. I don't know. But let's just jump right in with... Number five. Snakes are legless reptiles. Some snakes kill their prey with poison. Some by constriction. A snake smells by tasting the air with its forked tongue. The smells are passed back to a sense organ in the mouth. Constrictor snakes, however, sense their prey by vibration. Hmm. Did you know that medieval legends about dragons and giant worms are actually based on snakes? You know, dragons, devils, sea monsters, well, they've always been associated with snakes. Grace, get alive. That's a... <laughs> the Mario teaches zoology? That's, uh, that's a snake in time. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> My name is Knight, Gabriel Knight. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is one of the best games ever, Charlie Barrett. Huh? <laughs> <Is it? laughs> but I want to see if you recognize... I'm going to play this clip again. See if you can recognize who this is. Snakes are legless reptiles. No. Unrecognizable, but you know who this is. I do? Tim Curry. Is it oh really? That man is a chameleon. Mm-hmm. Spies. Snakes are legless reptiles. Wow, I got it now. That's fucking good. Everyone sounds strange in front of a MIDI soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like they can afford, they can afford, or the technology allows for them to do fully voiced characters. Mm-hmm. But no, you the still got to be beep bop boop boop yeah, dee doo doo. Like there's a lot of those on here. I was thinking about <laughs> that last night. Like these are all from that weird period of the early PC talkie game yeah. where like they've got fully voiced characters and PC speakers yeah. music <laughs> and the only thing I can think of is that like maybe there was like one audio channel coming out of the yeah. CD drive yeah. and then like well we can either have sound or music coming th- from can the never CD. never be both. Exactly. So we'll just uh, also have I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong about this. No sure that, that sounds reason, but technically I, I, yeah. like a good technical reason Sound why. Blaster was a misnomer. <laughs> you could not do that much. Uh, Tyler need an article and an update on Sound Blaster. I gotta know where they're at. <laughs> yeah yeah you need your Sound Blaster drivers. I got some I, floppies. I got 4.1 man. It's screaming <laughs> right now. Rocks my Winamp. Yeah. Really kicks the, <laughs> the, the, the Like The funny thing about MIDI music is that depending on your hardware it's gonna sound different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Some MIDI hardware it's gonna sound better. I was just forgot about that. Funny thing, like there's no definitive version of any MIDI music. Mm-hmm. It depends on what you play it through. Mm. Fun fact, anyway. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, about a game about snakes. Um, sort of. It's a game about. Tell me what you know about a secret voodoo hanfour in New Orleans. All right. There's this. This is an underground cartel in New Orleans. You miss a reel there? A voodoo cartel. You think? I control everything that happens on the street. I mean everything. Voodoo cartel. So <laughs> Gabriel Knight, and I know uh, the reason this is number five because I'm cheating a little here, even though I just said, "Well, Monkey Island just had a remake." This also just had a remake last year, <gasps> but just a remake uh, a for reboot. PC, Mac, iOS, and Android. Yeah, not a reboot. I'd like to see 
more happen with this because the last Gabriel Knight game was in '99. I was going to say you're also cheating because no one actually wants it to come back except for Charlie Barrett. <laughs> and and, and like seen to see it come back. Okay, two people. I'd be cur- I, I'm, I'm surprised no, I, I haven't popular. played it given how much my buddy has talked this game up. I've never played. I think Gabriel I have Knight. played yeah. it, but yeah. like. But like years ago, I don't remember. I mean, I'm kind of sad I missed out on the talkie version because it has, like, this woman as the narrator. Gabriel's mini stereo isn't exactly high fidelity. Miss Cleo, neither is he. He's a womanizer. <laughs> I tell you, fortune. Was, was that a national ad, or does only one part of the country know? Miss Cleo. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like it was, it was a national. I was ad. in New York. If, if, if it was if a big enough phenomenon room, to make it yeah. into those stupid Seltzerberg movies, yeah. so oh, yes. yeah. Ugh, why are we bringing up Miss That is Virginia Capers. Thank you very much. A Mm. venerable actress. But Gabriel Knight was was a cool little series. Each game dealt with a different style of gameplay and also a completely different monster. The first game was like a 2D traditional Sierra point-and-click adventure. And Mm. it was, there's a voodoo cult in New Orleans that you have to uh, investigate that, uh, like... Dambala, the Voodoo Loa has something to do with it. Like those of you who listen to our Christmas special with the the Voodoo Loa Adaro essay, like that's where I learned most of my knowledge about Voodoo was from playing the first Gabriel Knight <laughs> and Princess and the Frog. Second game was a uh, an FMV adventure oh, uh, about werewolves in Europe, and then the third game I think was in va- about vampires somewhere, but it was totally 3D and it had the infamously weird puzzle about. Uh, dressing up like a friend by s- disguising yourself by stealing his ID and then giving yourself a mustache which he mm. doesn't have by leaving some tape underneath a fence Jesus so that Christ. a cat goes under it and mm. leaves hair on it and then you just turn that into a mustache uh, so these games are exclusively playable on, um, on the uh, 90s yes <laughs> while well, the, the remake is available on PC I, I, didn't, I haven't played it yet but if it's as good as the original, it's worth checking out. I mean, they come from a place uh, in gaming that we talk about a lot where, like, uh, getting stuck isn't bad game design. It's just a long game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Spending five game. hours figuring out some stupid garbage think, isn't... Think smarter, not harder. Pre-internet. Yeah. yeah. When your just... only recourse was maybe going onto an America Online forum and hoping <laughs> someone had posted a solution. <laughs> or, like, like, going out just like a town crier, Help! Gabriel Knight. <laughs> yeah, like, to call a lot of '90s adventure games puzzles puzzles is mm-hmm. that's that's being really generous because yeah. it's just like do what the designer had a dream about. <laughs> like, yeah, guess a lot of the recipe. Was, did you click on any, everything uh, yes, earlier in the game? Well, did. use whatever you have on everything in this room. Maybe it'll work before the zombie eats you. I was very happy to see King's Quest doesn't do that at all. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because earlier, like, King's Quest V in particular was infamous for that shit. Yeah. That's why I appreciate it. A lot of people complained when when Broken Age came out. Like, it's too easy. These puzzles aren't hard. I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, they're just actually puzzles. They're just not not bullshit. (laughs) Like, like, I thought thought Broken Age was fine. It was, like, really enjoyable. Broken Age is fun. I need to finish the second half. And, yeah, it was easy. I'm playing that girl part, (laughs) but good. I don't want to hear about you playing with girl parts, man. (laughs) Number four. Fortunately, you won't have to. You are hereby ordered to resume your duties immediately as janitor second class on board the SCS Deep Ship 86. (laughs) 
Way to build the tension there, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so the oh, let me put this filter on. Janitor's second class should be a clue. No, not for Anyone me. want to guess? Uh, second class janitor, the adventures of God How Sterling. many games have you played a janitor in space? I don't know. Maybe going on some sort of... Space Quest? Yes! Yeah! Thank you! I was going to say it. some sort of journey in outer space. No, I will say, like, a all, space quest. This whole generation of games kind yes. of passed me by. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry had wow. boobies in it, so I, I touched a little of that. A little bit of Freddy Farkas. You touched a little bit of boobies. Hmm. I, I was going to say, really Freddy Farkas was Janet. fun. I kind of wish that had gotten a sequel. Dude, that, that manual, we would read the manual. The manual is a, like a 120-page humor magazine. <laughs> it's great. And it, it wasn't that the one that had like the uh, the pharmacy recipes where like mm-hmm. you'd, you'd learn from the manual how to mix drugs and that was sort of a uh, copy protection scheme. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, not Leisure Suit Larry, but uh, I'd say about as much dad humor in the <laughs> Space Quest series. I mean, two guys from Andromeda had a lot of jokes that were great when I was a kid, but seem super hokey now. Um, I suggest you rewatch Red Dwarf. Uh, Red Dwarf. <laughs> There's things you liked as a kid that seem awful. Oh, how almost rivaled. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, six games about this idiotic space janitor named Roger Wilco, who just sort of stumbles through the galaxy, goes on adventures. I got into this when, uh, like, I I was one of those kids. Like, I was stuck with an Apple II into the '90s, but. Like, I had friends who had a PC, and they're, like, showing me Space Quest Four. I'm like, this is so amazing! This is the best game ever! I want this. I like how many uh, adventure game protagonists are bumbling idiots to, like, <laughs> reflect how the player yes. feels when, like, yes. put yes. up against yeah, this garbage. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> like, but e- even Roger himself recognizes this. What's the matter? Afraid a measly little pencil-necked low-life janitor and general waste of human life is going to embarrass you in front of your friends? Well said. Now that's a soundtrack. Now who recognizes the voice of that narrator? No. No, is that the narrator? Well, it's said. the Software Access Store. If it's soft, we're aware. Shit. This guy, or is it a gal, doesn't look like anybody or anything you've ever seen before. It's you, Roger Wilco, Space Guy. <laughs> Oh, it does sound really familiar. It's Gary Owens, Gary voice Owens. of Space, Space Ghost. Ghost. Yes. Mm. Oh, man. And he was the narrator in uh, four, I'm assuming five. I couldn't find any talkie videos of five and six. Uh, here, here's a bit from six. Deep inside, he chuckles to himself with the thought that you think he might actually care what you have to say. Uh, <laughs> so mean. Man, I gotta get. I got to get me some narrator work. That seems like good work. You should, in the, uh, there's a lot of listings in San Francisco. I've been meaning to check that out. Yeah, I think you mean oh, San Francisco. San Francisco. <laughs> Who could forget? I the was city? just reading your ad and thought you might need a voiceover artist. In San Francisco, the city of brotherly love, home of the baked beans. <laughs> we should just call everyone looking for a voiceover artist in that voice and talk over them. Hello! Hello! Hello, Hello, you've reached potential movie phone guy. (laughs) Why don't you just tell me the the name of the movie you want to see? And the sea lion, and the crab that ate a sea lion. Press 8 for HIV. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, A lot of Space Quest games had a game within a game. No. Uh, Six was this one. It's the Stooge Fighter 3 cheat sheet you got from Elbow. 
to guarantee a win, the cheat sheet says, when at the choice screen, press the machine's letter buttons in the following order. A, B, B, A, C, A, C, A. Then, be aggressive and attack as much as possible using your new secret weapon. Wow, is the, is the protagonist always that boring? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he's reading good. off a, yeah. a sheet of lines. The fucking music, though. It's like the soundtrack to Al Lowe yeah. slipping into madness. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the arcade area, specifically. Okay. Of course it is. That's why it where sounds you, like a jack-in-the-box on Where a you can spree. play Stooge Fighter, uh-huh. which is a, a mashup of the Three Stooges and Street Fighter. Why? And it sounds like this. Let's get ready to... Oh. Never played Street Fighter. Everybody can do three students' impressions. Big ball win. <laughs> so many of these games, and I realize that going back and watching the footage, so many of these games, like the humor was super reliant on bad impressions. Yeah. And, you know, I, that's something we'll get into a little later in this list, especially, but, um,. Space Quest, you know, while I'm I'm ripping on it, like I genuinely did love this series. I loved Roger Wilco. I loved uh, just the look of him. He had that like weird gray and purple outfit uh, that was this was this hallmark throughout the series. In five, for whatever reason, he was made the commander of uh, or the captain of a ship, which doesn't seem right at all. Even though he'd saved the universe multiple times, anyway. Should probably move ahead to something you guys can actually talk uh, about. Yes, these uh, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a huge gap in my knowledge here. I did yeah. not have a lot, played of these a lot of these, but not Space I bet, Quest. I bet t- oh, that surprises me. How about Police Quest? Did you play that? Oh, um, like recently. I didn't either. Recently? No, I did. Well, because we did a, this big article about like why aren't there more police procedurals in games, and it's like mm-hmm. this weirdly realistic police game. Well, it was like yeah. where you have to like you don't you don't pull out your gun and shoot people yeah. like that's. That's not procedure. I remember the manual. My friend had it, and it taught you how, like, the signals that the SWAT team uses. Yeah. And, like, the fourth mm-hmm. one was co-written by Mark Furman. Oh, my of God. Of OJ fame. <laughs> Wait, are you sure not, not thinking of Daryl F. Gates? No. Because he, he did... Well, he did Police Quest SWAT, which I remember... Yeah, that's like, what that I'm thinking came of, out just Maybe before, that's what I'm thinking of. It came out just before Rainbow Six, and I remember thinking Rainbow Six looks like a ripoff of Police Quest SWAT. <laughs> <laughs> what are they trying to do? And, but the, like, Police Quest, Police Quest was more... More just like I don't remember the exact, but you're just like a, a beat cop, basically, yeah. just like arresting people properly and like and you're reading trying to rights. solve murders and shit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but I mean that that was so weird that like the rest of, especially for the '80s, like the rest of Sierra's lineup was just like goofy fantasy and sci-fi, and then Police Quest is like super serious. You're investigating bloody crime scenes, and Chris is playing on his phone. Sorry, I can't get him to stop. <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> excuse. <laughs> anyway, again, one you might have actually played. Number three. I'm indestructible. No one can stop me. But they try. Ooh, my teenage self just got chills. I don't recognize is that this. Full, full throttle. throttle. It is full oh. throttle. Oh. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> uh... Tim Schafer's uh, biker fantasy game, mm-hmm. which uh, was just, I, I think, like, even just going back and watching it now, like, this was kind of unusual, even by the standards of point-and-click adventures. Like, it had a level of style that you didn't see in a lot of other games. This was after uh, Grim Fandango? No, it was before. Okay. This was still 2D. Okay. But it was, it was planned to have, like, two sequels at uh. one point. 
And they both got canceled by LucasArts. Um, there are a couple good write-ups about them if you, if you want to go look for them online. It's, it's really sad for whatever reason they, they got shut down. Uh, I don't understand because I, I think a, a biker action-adventure game is always appealing mm-hmm. to everybody at all times. And there should be more of them as long as they aren't called Ride to Hell Retribution. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like interest in like bikers... Come, you know, comes and goes in like a pretty rapid. It's like a rapid cycling uh, yeah, interest, I suppose. like a motorcycling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like when uh, Sons of Anarchy came out, it like just sort of like reemerged. I started reading more articles about mm-hmm. biker gangs and stuff. Yeah, but they they go dormant for well, for years at a time. I liked uh, Full Throttle had an interesting thing. Like all the gangs were themed and. You're, uh, you were Ben, the, the handsome uh, lantern-jawed lead, and, like, you le- led the polecats, and uh, all your guys were, like, you know, dressed like Marlon Brando in The Wild One, <laughs> minus the cat, but, like, the tight bomber jackets and mm-hmm. the clean-cut look, and then, uh, you know, you had other guys that were just, like, uh, a little bit more realistic, just, like, middle-aged bald dudes with guts and, and leather vests who sounded kind of <laughs> like this. Someone's ambushing the polecats. Someone's ambushing the polecats? <laughs> oh, heavens, whatever will we do? That's still my favorite line. Yeah, that reminds me of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. First we scalp them, <laughs> then we tattoo them, and then we kill them. All right, watch <laughs> the other night. say we want them cool. No! <laughs> There's so many great performances in this game, one of which you will definitely recognize. Uh, I'll, I'll hit you with this now. She interrupted my speech, then. She really shouldn't have. I was just about to talk about the inherent dangers of motorcycle operation. Yeah. Marcus Hamill. Yes. Yeah. What? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. As uh, Adrian Ripberger, I think. <laughs> uh, he's the main villain. He played uh, a couple other characters in this. He, he'd been in Gabriel Knight before then. Wing Commander. Interestingly enough. Yeah, yeah. Wing Commander, but mm-hmm. like on screen. Yeah. And starring you know, in Wing Commander. Uh, nobody go see uh, The Giver, which he was in. The as, Giver? Yeah. What the fuck is The Giver? The Giver is it's like a U.S. Uh, like direct-to-video adaptation of a weird monster-filled anime. Oh, what? And yeah, he plays like a cop that gets turned into a mutant. Spoiler. The Giver. Giver. It's the about Giver. it's about like a guy who gains the ability to grow an organic battle suit. It sounds like it would be gross. like a. Uh, a reboot of MacGyver for yeah, a younger Mac- audience. You think a non-Scottish? Like version. every time I tried to tell someone about it, like MacGyver, I'm like no, no! MacGyver, you <laughs> fucking moron. It, it does seem like a like an early two thousands reboot. Like we yeah. can't call him MacGyver. That's lame. Mm. He's either MG or the Giver. All right, we'll take the Giver. Lots of great performances, though. I heard you saved my life. Yeah, but don't worry, I wasn't trying to. I was just looking for some nice roadside disaster photos, and you helped. Who'd want a picture of me bleeding? It's not the blood. It's the way you were, all twisted up like a pretzel. That is oh, I gotta play stickball. <laughs> kind of makes me think of John Stewart's... Uh, <laughs> that is my favorite character. Brooklyn Jew voice. That's my favorite character in Orange is the New Black. Oh, I just want to get married to Christian. I'm making a reference to a show no one's seen here. Yeah. But there's at least three people in the but audience. But we're aware of that Orange is the New Black is a show. You guys have come so far. I've seen <laughs> uh, at least 
half of the first season. Guys, come on. Every minute Netflix releases content, it's <laughs> worth talking about. It's true. It's true. They can do no wrong. <laughs> Except for Sense8. That show is shit. Yeah, I watched <laughs> like four episodes. Nothing garbage. happened? Yeah. Nothing happened. Uh, people say it gets better after the fourth. I don't know what that is. I journey, just watched man. Bojack. That's the Wachowski uh, siblings, their show, Sensei. But even Final Fantasy games don't take as long to kick in as this fucking... Ah! Keep hmm. going. <laughs> but yeah, Biker Fantasy, Tim Schafer. Dear God, please make another one. Just do whatever you have to to get the rights from what whatever is left of LucasArts, Tim, uh, or just make a new biker game. Sony okay. was able to to rest. Well, they did. Sort of. Yeah, that's how they got Rain, Grim Fandango well, remade. Right? They also they did yeah. that with Disney. Didn't have to pay any money, yeah. and they would receive a bulk of the proceeds. And two companies were involved in making it. Yeah, I'm so. not sure full throttle unless Sons of Anarchy wants to get involved. That's mm-hmm. what I, Sons of Anarchy mm-hmm. skins in full throttle present full <sighs> throttle because that's popular, right? You watch that dumb show. Well, it's been over for a while. But oh, yeah. never mind. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I did watch it. Oh, man, the ending of that show is so bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, man, it's like it's like Mass Effect petition level bad. But um, no, it's actually fine. It's just the last scene is like an embarrassing Jesus uh, metaphor. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what I want in my biker game. <laughs> but if you're, uh, can I just get a, the whole thing's very Jesus. A small plug out. Dave just read it. Uh, I wanted to give it to Michael next, but like, okay. if, 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 like I only have Ooh, yes, what okay. I would call a hankering for biker drama shit mm-hmm. from like mystery science seventies biker movies. Uh, but that the comic, the humans. I want to recommend that to, anywhere really I can. It's so good. I it's, flipped through that. Lots of ape dick. In yeah, there. lots of apes fucking yeah. and yeah. committing horrible acts of violence and having Vietnam flashbacks as a biker yeah. game in California seventies. Passing around a physical book like it's ten years <laughs> it's, ago. <yeah. laughs> Whatever. We're all enjoying the same thing. You enjoy we're all old men, Tyler. What was the last thing? What was the last thing your steam friend gave you, Tyler? Oh no! Probably uh, early. The humans is a comic that really should be passed HIV. around because it's so like yeah. pulpy and like. Like yeah. 1970s, 1980s, transmitted in a 70s oh, way. I say that because full throttle is representing a genre that doesn't exist even slightly anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like it's again, except for Sons of Anarchy. except for Sons of Anarchy and uh, GTA uh, 4: The Lost and Damned. The, yeah, uh, also known as yeah. the least and most the least popular and most depressing chapter. I really like in a depressing good. series. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's nice to know everything ended well. <laughs> oh you know, oh yeah, yeah, GTA yeah. 5. Uh, you realize, <laughs> uh, poor Johnny. <laughs> Anyway, number two. This seedy place must be the Thieves' Guild Hall. Actually, it compares favorably to the one in Spielberg, but it's become dusty and neglected. There doesn't seem to have been anyone in here for quite some time. Nor has anyone played this series for mm-hmm. quite some the time. The Stanley Parable. No. No? Not even close. <laughs> this is... Quest for Glory. Oh, I know. Specifically Quest for from Quest for Glory 4. Quest, Quest for Glory was an anomaly among Sierra adventures in that it was like a hybrid point-and-click adventure mm-hmm. and RPG where you got to pick out a class at the beginning. You could be a fighter, a mage, or a thief, or some combination of those. And depending on which one you picked, it would affect how you played through the game. Really? If you were a thief... You could basically steal everything that wasn't nailed down, mm-hmm. and you could get through uh, areas by sneaking instead of fighting. It opened up different paths that you could access, mm. and it didn't just heighten the att- that attribute in the character. That was just that's just who you were. You were yeah. a thief. Mm-hmm. Eat, and uh, the 
Like, I think the the one that I played out of this series mm-hmm. was the last one, Quest for Glory 5, which is like, it had kind of gone 3D. When was that? That was, I want to say like 97, 98, Jesus, okay. something like that. that was... Late, late, mid to late 90s. Sure. But uh, it was, I remember it felt like an or, like more like an organic world mm-hmm. than any other point and click adventure I'd ever played before. Like, there are tons of people to talk to, tons of stuff to do, f- lots of... Uh, freedom to explore and then like the first time I went and looked up the solution to a puzzle that completely broke everything because hmm. it's like okay once I know that then I can look at the rest of the walkthrough and I can see clearly how the game is mapped out and it's like seeing through the matrix except seeing through the matrix is really boring <laughs> <laughs> like well now it's just a game and this wonderful fictitious world I was invested in is over but for its ability to maintain that illusion, I mean, Quest for Glory was really impressive mm-hmm. for the time, I think. Uh, and, you know, this is something that I'd love to see make a comeback, kind of a slower-paced RPG. Um, hopefully with fewer terrible impressions. So, Dimitri says the gypsy didn't really kill Igor after all. Then there's that one about the Easter Bunny. Boy, you didn't hear... Oh, that foolish gravedigger fell into a grave, and he was trapped by his own gravestone. He's dumber than a styrofoam cup. Hey, right. Hey, it's just lucky no for respect. Igor the stranger happened to wander by before Good he God. starved to death. I know, right? You are all fortunate that this stranger rescued Igor. You would have burned an innocent man. Well, I still think the gypsy's a werewolf. I just want to say this. No. That's from the fourth Quest for Glory, which was supposed to be set in like a Transylvanian mm. setting with lots of monsters and undead and shit. That's and why you have Jack Nicholson. Only, <laughs> only one of the voice actors is actually committed to that kind that, of an accent. That's like a Robin Williams routine played at, at okay, half speed. Okay, Sparky, here's the deal. Like the, <laughs> Robin Williams would have done that in half the time. Uh, hey, one guy could have done that whole game. Hey, for all those vampires are gonna get laid. <laughs> well, combine the dog hair and the snake. No respect here. Welcome to Moldova. I'm Mr. Lepescu. <laughs> and it's just—it's so terrible. But that's like so many jokes that have <laughs> aged so so poorly. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm trying to talk up these games, I can't resist making fun of shit like this. This is a Thieves Guild recruiting poster, featuring a sophisticated worldly master thief. In an early excess of 3D poster art techniques, the artist has arranged the poster so that the thief is holding an actual plastic card. A legend at the bottom says, Don't thieve home without it. Jesus That was a lot of setup to to get to a shitty reference. What a long way to go. (laughs) Jesus Christ. This is too good to waste in six sentences. Don't thieve home without it. Like, that was, why would, a, why that was also an 80s slogan in a yeah. 90s game. Which never made sense in the first place. Like, why would you not put the credit, your credit card in your wallet? Put your credit card in your know. wallet. Where else are you going to put it? Somewhere yeah. in your apartment? I don't know. I guess. No, so that, like, I, I thought that was madness yeah. uh, before I started dating people. Mm. And, like, we'll go places and it'll be like, oh, I, no, I didn't bring... My uh, my card. Like, what do you mean you didn't? What do you mean you don't have it all the time? And yeah. then I remembered that 
Uh, not everyone carries a wallet with everything yeah. they own. Yeah. Well, it. that's that's more a dude thing. I mean, women mm. tend to put their wallets in their purses, and sometimes they leave their purses in their vaginas. And I, I don't know a lot of women. I, I feel <laughs> like I just made a really sexist comment, even though that's just my experience. You, well, anything you said that begins with all women... I didn't it, say all women. I not, said women. It's not what the audience too. heard. I'm yeah, reading the comments right, right now. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> not I'm, all women. Not all I'm women. I'm a terrible Michael. person. No. All we, all, we all caught it. Uh, yeah. but, okay. I'm, I'm sexist and racist because I'm. I'll women. work it out with Bob Mackey. You'll appear on Retro Nuts to apologize. Okay. Okay. Well, as long as I get that opportunity. <laughs> it's not like this is pre recorded or anything like that. <laughs> Please don't take that out. Uh, <laughs> fuck no. All right. But yeah, I'd love to see Quest for Glory make a comeback in any form. I think you could argue that, like. This niche has been filled by more bigger and more expansive games like Skyrim, for example. But I, I just really like the idea of you know being able to explore a, a discreet yet alive seeming game world like uh, this, but having some freedom uh, in how I work through it. I, I started playing a game today at work. I just launched it because I was like, because oh, I mentioned it to you yesterday, and I was just. Reminded of the pace of '90s games and how mm. like, like, I'm I'm used to like starting a game and like I'm at the menu screen and then immediately like I'm doing something. Right. The pace of it was like you launch it and it's like, okay, well, there's a 15 minute scene now with really slow dialogue. Oh, so it's like every Japanese game. And before you even get to move your character, you know, you you got to sit through this, and then once you do move them. As soon as you move off screen, you're, you're just going to trigger more dialogue. And it's going it's, it's to take a while. What game is this? I was playing The Dig because I oh, mentioned the it. Dig, the Dig, right. It's not yeah. a LucasArts game, right? Yeah, it's a Spielberg. It's a huge uh, failure, wasn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah. But I, rem- I remember, like, I also subscribed to LucasArts as a monthly or mm-hmm. periodical magazine slash catalog. And they made a huge deal about how, like, we're we're getting Steven Spielberg to work on a game. This yeah. is going to be massive, and like, well, you haven't really given us any any characters or any anything to connect to. It's just a picture of some astronauts digging. It's one hundred percent a cool, weird fucking game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the game Spielberg ended up making or not making, but working on that was a big success. Was Medal of Honor Allied Assault? Uh, I was going to say the, the Wii Block game. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, what was blocks. that? He made the first Medal of Honor yeah. too, like well, the very first it. one on P- PlayStation. Right, yeah, that's the one I don't know anything about because uh, I played it. It was good. It's very dark and murky. Yeah, Allied Assault. That's where it's at. Yeah, I'm you sure it hasn't it. aged well. But uh, unlike this next game, speaking of. Freedom. Speaking of LucasArts, ooh, I think ooh. there's something, uh, several things a lot of you will find to like in this. Okay, you're free to go. Thanks, Bernard. Yes, thank you, naive human. Now I can finish taking over the world. <laughs> Who recognizes that last Day of the Tentacle? Yeah. No. Yes. Yes, this is from Day of the Tentacle. Mm-hmm. But this series, Maniac Mansion and Day of the Tentacle, mm-hmm. is one that I would so love to see come back, especially mm-hmm. Maniac Mansion. I agree with and, the placement on this list. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't played it, like Day of the Tentacle is widely regarded as the best adventure game yeah. that happened. Roughly, yes. Yeah, I mean, everyone kind of like the popular opinion is like, oh, of course it's Monkey Island, but mm. all the cool hipster adventure game <laughs> nerds are going to tell you, no, nah, it's Day of the Tentacle, it's Day man. Day of the Tentacle. We play Bro. as like a hipster nerd in Day of the Tentacle. <laughs> Basically, well, you yeah. play as... 
as a non-hipster nerd, Bernard Bernoulli. Yeah. Well, nowadays he'd be a hipster nerd, mm-hmm. I would say. But he also had uh, two friends, Hoagie and I forget the, the girl's name. Laverne, how'd you get upstairs? Am I upstairs? I got lost. Seen any tentacles? <laughs> What's a tentacle? Oh, just something I whipped up in my spare time. Made good pets, actually. Until one of them tried to take over the world. That's <laughs> uh, Dr. Dr. Fred, Ned, Ed, Dr. Something? Well, what was it? I only actually I, I haven't played Day of the Tentacle. I've only played Maniac Mansion. That was yeah. I think it was Doctor Fred. Yeah, Fred, they all had right. the same name. No, Doctor Ed. Then there was Edna. Is it cousin Edna. Fred? Yeah. Uh, he was the one, the mummy in the shower. Well, there there was this one who had uh, the the hamster in the first one that you yeah. did microwave, and then he appeared in the second one doing a Boris Karloff impression. Uh, nice hamster. Does he do tricks? No, he just sits there. I used to have a really smart hamster, but something happened to him. <laughs> he was microwaved. Uh, but I, I'd love to see this series come back, but in sort of a fusion of Day of the Tentacle and mm. Maniac Mansion. And I feel like they did a little bit of this formula where what made Maniac Mansion unique mm-hmm. is that you could, like you had this big group of, of teenage protagonists yeah. and you picked three mm-hmm. and then the three that you picked all had different skills and that mm-hmm. determined how you made your way through the game well, i think that's yeah. the only reason these games are played more than once is because yeah. there were so many more things to do even yeah. even mm-hmm. the modern reboots of these games don't give you that incentive yeah to play through with multiple characters the, though bernard was op yeah. in the years <laughs> like he, i think he could he could do both electricity and fix the phones whereas like some people yeah, only yeah. do one i think you're right yeah but then i think day of the tentacle was so dependent on dialogue and mm. goofy characters that it just gave you the three protagonists uh. and you didn't get to pick them although they kind of went back to that well in the cave if you played that at all yeah which was like a side-scrolling platformer puzzle game where you picked three characters and then you oh, went that was through a, a different like Ron Gilbert's game. yeah 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 mm-hmm. which so, is really good do you know what the status of Day of the Tentacle is right now because it's not unlike most of these games not available mm-hmm. on GOG and they were yep. yeah. gonna do a remake I, last yeah. year they announced but did that die and go did away they well, they did announce it, and like I was, I was reading about this earlier today, just to mm-hmm. check. And the site I was reading said that, like, oh, they they announced uh, the Grim Fandango remake coming out in January, and then they immediately overshadowed that by just casually tossing out that they're also working mm-hmm. on Day of the Tentacle uh, deluxe, like anniversary edition mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so that is apparently in the works. Yeah, I there heard hasn't been any since the announcement. No. So. But, you know, that, that just it's means exciting. that, like, they're working on it, probably, but just don't have anything to show yet. But, yeah, also, uh, Maniac Mansion is the only game on this list to have the very dubious distinction of getting its own TV show. Oh, my God. On the Family yeah. Channel. Yeah. So I want you to listen to this again real quick. This is Dr. Fred mm-hmm. in the, the game version. Oh, just something I whipped up in my spare time. Made good pets, actually, until one of them tried to take over the world. So, yeah, that's that's Dr. Fred in the game, and here we have the Maniac Mansion TV show. You're up early. Yeah, I'm fine-tuning the Polaritron. Mmm, sounds like my kind of morning. 
Well, look, if I can get that thing humming, I got a good shot of getting Harry back to normal. You know, I feel bad for the guy. He's, I don't know, his whole life's been upside down lately. I'll keep my fingers crossed. The kids are coming down for breakfast. Did you eat? If this experiment doesn't work, I'll eat the chicken. <laughs> I'm going to be down here all day. He's experimenting on a chicken. The weirder he gets, the more I love him. Why, why does he sound 70? He, he's actually like 40-something. <laughs> but yeah, they, they just recast Dr. Fred as a sitcom dad. Uh, all the, the characters around him. Like, the only similarity that this had with the game was the name Maniac Mansion, and yeah. the main character was Dr. Fred. And he had his uh, like brother-in-law or cousin or something like that, Harry, who... He'd been through, like, a fly teleporter mm -hmm. uh, experiment, and so now his head was permanently on a fly's body. So it was really coasting off the eerie Indiana craze. Kind of, that except ten minute craze. Yeah. if you combine that with, like, a bunch of the most hackneyed, sarcastic kid dialogue imaginable, like, this scene is followed up by, like, a scene of kids at the breakfast table making uh, sarcastic quips at Go each other. Go fuck a butt much. Yeah, exactly. Well, I remember this was on the family <laughs> channel. Yes. So, and it had the, bu like, it had the budget to uh, reflect that I would. Oh yes. I, I don't know if I've ever seen this. No, this this they did it for uh, Joe Flaherty as a star, I believe. I think that's Joe who Flaherty. Was, yeah. Oh, is that who that is? I think so. Yeah. You might be right. SCTV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he definitely looked familiar. I just couldn't quite place him, and mm. I didn't bother to look this up on IMDb beforehand. Which I really should have. This is why Retronauts yeah. is a much better show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I only remember like I I remember that the uh, Maniac Mansion on NES came with like a. Not like a poster, but like like a big sheet of information. Like, here's how to solve this puzzle. Here's another bit of info. Oh, watch fam watch Family Channel because Maniac Mansion will be premiering in summer of 1989. Right after the 700 Club. Yeah. Uh, tune in. This, this shit ran for 65 episodes. That's wow. insane. Over three years. That means the budget well, 90 to 93, is going to so be so years? excruciatingly low. Basement mm -hmm. camcorder television at its best. Yeah. No, I say don't watch it. It was pretty bad. They got the same deal that Anger Management got on Netflix. <laughs> the 1090, also yeah. my favorite mullet. <laughs> but, you know, if, if you want to see a, a lame, you know, typical three-camera sitcom with Joe Flaherty. Oh. Then, yep, there you go. He's a mad scientist, everybody. With a long-suffering <laughs> wife and sarcastic <laughs> kids. Uh, what a horrible note to end on. Day of the Tentacle is fantastic. Maniac Mansion is fantastic. These games should come back. Yeah. I, I believe like it'll have a remake, if not one of those super hyper X-Wingy Gog versions. Yeah. Um, yes, please. I like, I like every uh, like sitcom wife like that is, the more horrible he is to me, the more mm -hmm. I love him. Oh, George. Uh, <laughs> the more black eyes I get, the more I refuse to leave. <laughs> Basically. That's the attitude. That's uh. my Chris Brown. <laughs> right? All right, let's see. That That's should a, be a sitcom. All these lines just need a mini background. But this segment has told me anything. Tyler, cue up your chess master ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's our top five. Hope you enjoyed it. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, uh, specifically instead of in general terms, uh, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned. Dinner of the dream. Will take a lot, and right before 
Hey everybody, it's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch. I'm back again after a week off thanks to a song I recorded years and years ago that for whatever reason does not mention Patreon, a new innovation. As always, I'm here to tell you how to support Video Game Apocalypse. A bunch of ways you can do this. First and foremost, become a patron. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash lasertime. I personally don't derive any benefit from this, but Lasertime sure as hell does, and they need your support now that all those guys are unemployed and trying to do this full-time. Not that I know anything about that, because I am employed full-time collecting rat skulls from the heads of the vermin that scuttle around underneath Chris's floorboards all day, every day, plotting mad schemes. Really, I'm the only thing standing between him and being devoured in the middle of the night by things that are not me. So, you're welcome, Chris. I hope you appreciate the service. Otherwise, subscribe on iTunes, rate and review us, leave wonderful comments that let other people know how awesome Video Game Apocalypse truly is. You don't even have to go on iTunes. You can just go on Twitter or Facebook and say, Hey, everybody. Hey, Mom, uh, who follows me on Twitter and or Facebook. You should listen to the show Video Game Apocalypse because I know how much you love video games and horrible, obnoxious raccoons that come out every single week and talk for minutes at a stretch about the same shit every goddamn week. Just the same messages pounding over and over again on how you should go to store.lasertimepodcast.com and buy a t-shirt. Maybe it has a scary skull logo. Maybe I'm not scared of it this week. Who knows? Or, you know, sometimes that fucking raccoon says, follow the links on lasertimepodcast.com that you see down the right side of the page. They go to Amazon and you don't have to buy the things you click on. Just search for whatever it is you do want to buy after clicking on one of those things. And as long as it's in the same session, laser time gets a cut. I mean, the same shit week after week. Can you believe this fucking rodent? And I say, hey, asshole, I am not a rodent. I'm a raccoon. I'm a much larger woodland animal that can eat your face or be kept as a pet if I'm well-tempered, which we almost never are. Finally, post on the forums, comment on the articles at VigilGameApocalypse.com. Let us know what you do and don't like about the show. But for now, that's it. That's all you get this week. No more raccoon. Sorry, I'm going to retreat into my warren until next week. Thanks for listening to me talk, everybody. Now back to the part you actually want to listen to. And welcome back. Robin Williams is still dead. I just wanted to remind you of that to set the stage Hell for... Actually, I'm exaggerating. You do it's that not for? that bad. What? Yeah. The new releases are that bad? No, they're not bad at all, actually. There's King's Quest. Uh, King's Yay. Quest. We stream that today at youtube.com slash network. Uh, I had no expectations because all I knew was a point and click game. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. Yeah. It is unbelievably wow. charming. It shows how long in the tooth the Telltale engine is because it's, it's essentially doing that, not a super point and clicky thing, but it is fucking gorgeous. It yeah. is long in the tooth, Telltale's it, engine. Yeah. It is. And it show, it shows you how clunky everything is and like the characterization is great. I have, ne- I have not seen animation this much like a classical cartoon in anything else. Just yeah. seeing the character designs, it, it like everybody gets down on CG, and some of my nerdier friends are down on uh, computer animated animation. But it's like this shows you what the problem is. Like if you make wildly distinct, visually distinct characters with vastly different body types with drastic movements, I've never seen a game yeah. quite do a Chuck Jones squash and stretch like like oh, this wow. game does. It's 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 beautiful to look at, and all the voice actors are great. And yeah. they're not clipping through each other's faces. They're not. They're not. Yeah. N- nothing is distracting about it at all. It's like it is splendor to watch. Yeah. Uh, the gameplay is it's it's Telltale Plus. Um, with you move around a lot more, you shoot stuff with a bow and arrow. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's I am really impressed by it. Yeah, I've become very aware lately. I haven't played um, uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I did but, after the, last week's episode. I played the. Uh, I finished the second one. But because, <laughs> like, uh, Walking mm. Dead, Fables, and Tales from the Borderlands, I'm becoming very aware that like 
they you're never in anywhere big. Yeah. Like, you're always in one room yeah. or you're in doing a set piece mm. that you're in a forest you, shape like a room. Moving around is yeah. horrifying yeah. in yeah. those games. Like just just moving from point A to point B to look at something sucks. There are yeah. great there are great movement sequences, stuff that reminds me of uh, Dragon's Lair but not sucking. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I can't recommend this game enough. Actually, like I, I only bought the first episode. Yeah. I think you can get the first five for a forty down. Yeah. <clears throat> But they're not or, all out yet. This is well, just the release of the They're first. not. I just want to say, like, if you guys are fed up with the Telltale formula, you should consider playing Life is Strange. Yeah, I do want to. Which has episode four coming out. I do want to yeah. play that, yeah. And I'm not fed up with it. Like, I love yeah, Tales from yeah. the Borderlands. Yeah. I think it's great. I'm just fed up with them doing nothing to their, like, core it's, systems yeah. and engine. And, yeah. Like, a game that's... In a in a in a world where that people have explored in a first person shooter that's very large, mm-hmm. suddenly you're just be, being put in these little spaces. Mm-hmm. At, but when we were playing King's Quest, Huge. you started off in that cave, and I yeah. felt the like I felt the entirety of the cave. It yeah. felt like a big game. Yeah, a bunch of the camera angles change. Uh, it it, it was like utterly charming. Yeah. Like I did not expect anything from this game. So is this is this a reboot? Of uh, King's apparently, Quest? it's not. It is not a reboot nor reimagining. It's just sort of. The way Henry had described it during the stream was like, this is just another Peter Pan. Relax. It's not the same guy. It's not the same... Uh, it's not King Graham? Um, well, that's the yeah. weird thing. It takes a very Princess Bride approach to storytelling. And I didn't. we didn't finish the first chapter. Explain. Uh, now, instead of Peter Falk, Christopher Lloyd is telling yeah. a little girl a story hmm. about his adventures as a king. And then, like right off the bat, the first thing you do is like, uh, Henry touched the left lever instead of the right lever. Little little tip for you. Uh, and he died. And then hmm. Christopher Lloyd, like, and that's what would have happened if I touched the left lever. <laughs> that's kind of like, I love it when narrators take control of, like, the, the direction. Mm-hmm. Of There's the a top five in that. Yeah, yeah. you get your but, bastion. Uh, you got your, uh, yeah, a little, little bit of Prince of Persia in there. Like, no, no, that's not right. It's absolutely yeah. funny. I like, here, how it happened. Henry said Tom Kenny's in this, and I love Tom Kenny, but, like, he does a lot of the same voices and characters. Uh, and, and it's nothing for me to be excited over. Uh, I love Give me three of them right now. Voice of SpongeBob, everything he did on Mr. Show, and that person he played on the Matrix cartoon. I bet you have to do them. Uh, the city of Townsville. <laughs> like, that's Tom Kinney. Uh, the, ah, that's SpongeBob. Yeah, pretty right? good. Pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not bad. Not bad. Um, uh, but he, he's, he plays this. I don't want to say gi- final gypsy character, and it was fucking awesome. It was legitimately yeah. funny. It was well animated, and I haven't seen that in any game ever. It's it's not a, a game with a lot of. Um, I don't want to say interaction, but it's not like super gameplay focused. There's a lot of scenes of talking, but it's all legitimately funny. And like, if you if you notice anybody who's seen us stream stuff, it's the most silent I'm, I've ever been because I was fucking wowed. Damn, I was I, like, wow. I just wanted to watch it and see more of it. It's high praise. It, oh. it really like I, I I again don't know the King's Quest series. Uh, played nothing of it. This. Blew me away. I now fucking I love. To, it. I need to kick our reviewer tomorrow to get this out. To, yeah. uh, get this review done. Mm. Well, I, I hear it, like the frame rate was a little weird. We were streaming. I don't know every detail about my computer. It could have been my fault. The when we died the first time, the load time was like four minutes, and then mm. it, and I thought it was like I, seconds. We heard it was broken on consoles, so I hear there's yeah. some there's some technical Probably errors with it. Coming out. But the, mm. yeah, the second that's fixed, man, this is dude totally yeah. worth the money. Like I, I love this. And I do want to play Life is Strange. I might start that up tonight. All right. Yeah, I feel I feel like a failure for not having played that because you everyone, are a failure. Everyone I know is talking that. about it except for Chris. He hasn't played it either. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I want to. I want to. There are so many things in uh, the game Remember Me that I love, oh, yeah. and so many things that I didn't love, and none of that is in Life is Strange. At well, all. Life is Strange like, sounds like it's the, the 
time dilation travel mm-hmm. whatever parts of it seems like all the stuff I loved about Remember, Remember Me, me. Yeah. done with no I love those I love those dream sequences yeah, yeah. and it's were. it's a lot of it is um, sort of like it's a little bit like a Telltale game in which you like you get a binary choice to mm-hmm. do something or to not do something but you can undo that choice oh, okay. uh, with time travel like you can just basically spool back time to the beginning of that segment and like okay do I want to dump paint on this girl and make fun of her or do yes. I want to dump paint on her and then comfort her as though I had nothing to do with it? <laughs> Ooh, is... And you can do it both ways, but inevitably you have to stick with one of those choices ah. and uh, decide, like, do I want the consequences from this choice or from this choice? So that's that's kind of a cool way. And, so and every choice it. is about dumping paint on someone, <laughs> which is really the yes. avant-garde thing about or, this game. Or I'm in my uh, hanging out with my friend, and her asshole stepdad starts banging on the door, and I'm not supposed to be there, so I hide in the closet. So do I dump paint on? And him? her asshole stepdad is like, "I found weed. What do you have to say for yourself now? Do you let her take the heat, or do you burst out and say it's my weed? <laughs> it's my weed. It was my tank." With a bucket I'm of paint. My man. <laughs> Just give me some of that sweet chiba chiba. <laughs> he exactly. said, bursting from exactly. a closet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck that. Yeah, I, King's Quest. Full recommendation. But it, just real quick, I wanted to give a moment because we never talked about it. Rocket League. Yeah. I've been playing uh, not oh, a ton. We oh, talked like, about it some, but yes. did we? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. And both Tyler and I are playing the, it. Game of the Year 2015, Goaty. Goaty 2015. Goaty already? I swear to God. You're it's the best go, game I've played. You're going to go to the Goaties? You're going to go home tonight, and you're going to play this. And no, you're going to come back, and uh-uh. you're going to say, you guys, you guys are right. It was awesome. Nope. You just haven't gotten nope. to it yet. Nope. You'll love it. I'm not going to yeah. play it, and I'm going to be like, you guys are hell of a... Nope. 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 Yeah. No. It's, uh, it, it's interesting, because like, to me, Pong is the, like, the ultimate basic competitive mm-hmm. game, right? Like, But then for a long time in mm-hmm. gaming, competitive online games or whatever became mm-hmm. about combat even though the most popular games in the world are about hitting things into other things soccer golf hockey mm. football mm-hmm. uh whatever but i think it's because like just a 3d physics-based online multiplayer game mm-hmm. was not pop- really feasible we, we weren't even thinking of that but but you know doing like a, a bullet and you die like that mm-hmm. that's something you could design and and do when quake was around right I try, I, I, but not a physics ball where you know. Yeah, because I tried to describe like I was showing Heidi how to play it, who's not a big gamer, and I'm like, just imagine it like regular soccer, but you can only kick the ball in the direction you're running it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's what I do anyway. I'm <laughs> and, and like, and I'm terrible. And bam, she she got she picked it up. It was super fun. It's like NBA Jam. But that's like, not mm-hmm. true. It's like. If you could just drive around to the ground hitting a soccer ball, and I mean, basically, it's true. There are yeah, you can like do the uh, like yeah barrel roll. There's no ones like to it. That's the yeah. best way to shoot. When you start yeah. to get super good at it, right? You can mm-hmm. rock it into the air. Yeah. And, and I can't do that. Flip. Yet. I can't do it really either. But mm-hmm. like, that's that sort of low buried entry where it's like everyone understands this game. It's soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's soccer, but with cars. But then when you see like when you watch YouTube videos of the really good mm-hmm. dudes, they're like driving up the side of the arena. Bouncing off, rocketing over, yeah, and like I can't figure that out. I figure there's a good way yeah. to bounce off the arena, so but hard. it is it is so it is one of the so most <laughs> excellent multiplayer experiences. And if you have a PS4 and PS Plus, it's free. So get that shit, play it. It's awesome. I'm trying to remember the last game that I liked so much that I would look up YouTube videos of people playing it. Like I, I started playing <laughs> on Sunday, yeah. and mm-hmm. I played for about six hours. I went to bed at about two thirty three a.m. Mm-hmm. Just 
the first time I started playing. It was like a six-hour run. It's great. You understand it immediately. Yeah. Uh, anybody can play. It's really fun. He woke up Monday morning. Rugged League. Rugged oh, and to follow up from, from next week, or last week, I we played and we streamed on YouTube.com slash Laser Time Network. Fucking Tembo the, Tembo the Elephant. Badass Elephant. Yeah. The Badass Elephant. Uh, I keep getting, falling over how to say that. It's, it's more Rambo than mm. Dumbo. Because oh, really? he's a badass elephant. It is like a Nickelodeon promo came together yeah. to make a good Sonic game. And, uh, a funny story about that game. What? So I went to, like, it launched a day before on consoles mm-hmm. and then PC the mm-hmm. next day. So, like, the morning it's on PC, I go to launch it and it, Steam says, uh, error, missing executable. And I'm like, what? So I start looking through all the forums. And they t- <laughs> yeah, when you go to the install folder, mm-hmm. it said uh, uh, Trumbo. Uh, yeah. .exe and it's like the instructions from the team were like yeah you have to rename that Tembo the Badass Elephant <laughs> and then you have to rename the data file Tembo the Badass Elephant oh boy and then you play it and it, I played it and it was like a demo version that had two levels and was like broken it turns Jeez. out uh, Trumbo the Badass mm-hmm. Elephant used to be the name of the game yeah. and they changed it and they accidentally uploaded an old like demo uh, build to uh, Steam. You'd be surprised how easy it is. To they do. fixed it in one day. Oh, but it's, with Steam, it's easy to fix. I, I yeah, I don't want to like for cast consoles you'd be fucked on them, but they it's fixed it. It's crazy day. the it makers of Pokemon have released a game on a non-Nintendo platform for the yeah. first time ever. Yeah, it's never been on PC any game. Actually, they put out Pulse Med for the Sega Genesis. Yeah. Well, for the first time in twenty years, uh, and it's it's. I feel like we had this conversation last. <laughs> but it's week. it is it is the yeah, it is the best Sonic game I played in years, and what it, it has not so much speed, but like giant levels with lots of exp- exploration and reasons to go back. I thought it was excellent, man. Really, really recommend. And just like a ton of opportunities to like mm-hmm. chain moves, yeah. and do speed runs. Right? Yeah, like, and it's and it's hard. It's fucking hard. It it's way hard. harder than I expected, given the, the cutesy look of the whole thing, in, yeah. a, in a good way, in a good side. I really hope that this takes off to the extent that in 10 years we'll be looking up Dave the Elephant on DeviantArt and Chris the Elephant. And mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> if anything good... No matter what your name is, you can look up Blank the Hedgehog, on, your name the Hedgehog on DeviantArt and we'll have... A, Tyler's a bodybuilder. Tembo the Banis Elephant. You can't... <laughs> I, looked, I looked up Chris the Hedgehog and it's just like one dipshit in sunglasses with hedgehog hair and that's it. Yeah, that's it's, what you get for having a common ass name. I know. and It didn't... It didn't Dave, you can vibe Dave the anything, I would imagine. Yeah. What about Timbo the Hedgehog? Timbo the Hedgehog? Probably, probably, I'm on it. Yeah. Sonic the Elephant. <laughs> but really good. Sorry, uh, new releases. And also, somebody passed around, or the, the bad Sonic fan art uh, Twitter account that I followed passed around, yes. uh, Sonic Shave something, which is like those terrible bootleg like Elsa Throat Doctor mm-hmm. uh, iOS games, but like you shave Sonic. <laughs> he has a beard for some reason and a giant chin. Oh, not not the literal fur off of Sonic, just right. a beard. No, they, like he has a beard and then you can style the beard. Okay, you know, like you always wanted to do, <laughs> playing all those Sonic games. Uh, speaking of Sonic games, N plus plus is coming to PS4 this week. I don't know if you guys played N plus. I loved it. I all. loved it. It's it is a really good. Uh, pure platformer, mm-hmm. I guess you'd say. Um, you're like, uh, there's no plot really. You're mm-hmm. just a ninja hopping around these platformer levels, super trying basic to collect levels. a bunch of coins. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a, like the N plus was like a surprisingly good party game. I remember that's how I was introduced. It to was it. transfixing. It was, yeah. it was, but it was like I think at the time. It, what I worry about it is that it was the modern evolution of like a new ground slash game made good. 
Uh, I mean, it was it was really well designed. Really, I loved the intricacies of that character, like getting running starts on things and the ability to move in the air. And it's just a fucking stick figure. It's just yeah. a stick figure, uh, and it's really basic. But like anybody can pick it up in a second. Like I had a great time with N Plus. No. This one I looked at and like, I don't know if I'm ready to hurt this much. I mean, something like when I when I die in Tembo. At least I've advanced to a portion of the stage I've never seen. Right. I'm not sitting in a gray room being harassed by purple dots. <laughs> is it? I mean, the levels yeah. are small, right? Like, like, like Super Meat Boy style. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's fast for the most part. Yeah, for our younger listeners, Newgrounds was a website. <laughs> it's still around. People no, used people used to use this thing called Adobe Flash. I I only I saw creators of Newgrounds are responsible for Alien Hominid and Castle Crashers. Yes. Now Flash is just something you have to update now and then when it bugs you. Yeah, when Chrome's not blocking it. <laughs> uh, Strings Baffling actually mm-hmm. released this week. Legend of K Anniversary. The uh, hell is that shit, Michael? Uh, Legend of K was a PS2 game that kind of came and went mm-hmm. with very little fanfare. An action platformer where Never you're, heard of it. you're a cat man named K and you have to fight something. But it's back now on like every platform and it's not getting very good reviews. So I think... Uh, I think I, I, I thought it was PS4 part. and Wii U because it was a Nintendo-esque platformer back mm. in the day. Yeah. But, but I, I wonder, uh, like I, I haven't been able to find... The review for Anniversary is that 8 for Anniversary or for the original? I feel like what would improve new releases is if you had a, a, a sound key that made a buzzer, like, and then a studio audience going, skip it! <laughs> and then you could, just, you could just name a game and then press that button. It is the yeah, first the, Wii U. The 8 review on GameSpot is for Legend of K from September 19th, 2005. Wow. So... Ten years, everybody. But it is the first uh, new Wii U retail release in, like, ages. Wow. Or, not ages, but <laughs> since Splatoon, I would guess, yeah, right? Yeah, I guess. I was talking about this the other day, how I think of, like, for some reason, like, in my mind, because I guess there was such a big deal made about uh, Y2K, mm-hmm. that, like, the year 2000 became the dividing point for me between old and new, and I keep forgetting that mm-hmm. 2005 is old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It drives me crazy. Years ago. Uh, it's like, yeah, like, the mid-2000s, like, that was just a year or two ago, right? No, it was ten years ago. Oh, yeah. But that, I think that dividing line between 1999 and 2000 is always going to stay with me. I'll think of everything after 2000 as new. Yeah. The iPhone wasn't around. YouTube wasn't around That yet. sucks. It, it does suck. I'm glad I came, I came out of San Francisco. Guys, was, guys hmm. Bush hasn't been president for seven years. No, what? Who? Who am I supposed to blame for this shit? Oh, Obama. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're Thanks, good. Obama. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, yeah. Obama. I mean, how could he be president again after doing that? <laughs> <laughs> or what did somebody call him in our Star Wars stream? Princess Almadala Obama. <laughs> okay, I don't get it. Obama Dalla, I believe. Obama Dalla, yeah. yeah. No, that's the, that's your Star Wars hashtag for episode one. Thanks, I'm Obama. Oh, damn it, Obama Dalla. <laughs> it's so hard to say. Look, Obama didn't have a choice. George Lucas chose to name her that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's something else called the swindle out this week, but oh, I... Oh, that's... Uh, well, we could make any joke You know here. anything about it? It's like I, a steampunk thing. All I know is that I've heard it's really good. PC and PlayStation? Okay. Nothing mm-hmm. to say about it, though. <sighs> I kind of wish I had something, but I was busy all day at my stupid job. Your job is stupid. Anyway, let's move on to... News. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> is joining the cast of WWE. WWE. The, to, what are you doing? Why do you use the computer? Why? Why do you have your computer set up on a computer? Is the more important. It's an question. iPad. So Arnold Schwarzenegger is joining the cast of WWE 2K16. Yeah, he's the as the Terminator. Yes, so the Terminate both the uh, Terminator One and Terminator Two Judgment Day versions of the T800 are going to be wrestlers yeah, in WWE 2K16. If you pre-order the game, you get those characters, it, and then it, I guess a couple months later you get build. I saw them. it. My eyes rolled. And then I watched the trailer. It's amazing. And the trailer was amazing. And yes, you don't have to know Daniel Bryan, Page, uh, Dean Ambrose, yeah. who is blowing smoke in Arnold Schwarzenegger's face. But it was just that they got they they recreated that whole it was, sequence. It was basically a shot for shot remake yes. of the scene in Terminator Two where Arnold. Goes Which in I always to get think to... like pre order bonuses aren't that important. They licensed the Dwight Yoakam song from the yeah. scene. And uh, shot it shot for shot with Arnold Schwarzenegger, a former governor and biggest star in the world. Yeah. That's how big pre-order bonuses are? I mean, like, <laughs> last year's WWE game was not that great. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they varied over the last few years, but they always have really good pre-order downloadable characters. Because every year, I'm on the fence about it. Every year, there's somebody like, holy shit, they got that guy. What was last year's, Dave? Uh, last year's was Sting. Oh, I thought it was, no, it was Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was Hulk Hogan was the collector's edition, and you got that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think I downloaded him afterwards because it was like four, four, three or four months later. It was like now everyone can have Hulk Hogan, and I was like, cool. oh, fine. I've spent I've already spent like thirty bucks extra on this game. But we streamed Hogan. our very own uh, farewell to Hulk Hogan yeah. WWE stream with six Hulk Hogans before yep. he, we can never talk. They removed the DLC from the game. Wow. Yeah, you can't download wow. it anymore. Eat, I, Never get on their bad side, man. Yeah. They just erase you from history. Isn't just, that crazy? Uh, don't say racist shit on a fuck tape. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's what. That's how what you called it on the. Uh, oh, man. Somebody turned that the... into a dance mix. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I got that from Chris. He said it on the uh, uh, Patreon commentary for the Hulk Hogan match that we we did recently. Man, it, it's, it's, that's don't all you gotta don't do. say racist shit on a fuck tape. Yeah, man. Just fuck. What are you doing? Yeah. Of, all, of all organizations yeah. to be worried about racism. <laughs> <laughs> the one notoriously ra- that was like racist out loud until 2005. Yeah, yeah. and now they're like, oh, 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 hey, no, oh, we don't condone that shit. No, <laughs> I mean, you never was- say <laughs> on camera. I mean, never. Oh. I mean, never. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Um, Feel yeah. free to bleep that. Somebody, somebody brought up Razor Ramon, and like, oh, you know, WWE's never been racist. Like, nope, really? That's the one you're picking on? Like, that was a white guy doing a Scarface gimmick. That <laughs> all, he yeah, only got it approved true. because Vince McMahon is so behind the times. He had never seen Scarface. No, did you see that clip going around of Vince McMahon saying the N word on on yeah, Raw? I've seen that? That's yeah, cr- talking to John Cena. It was only a couple of years ago, <laughs> and it's done as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But once this shit happens, then they stop doing it. Really. <laughs> That's why nobody gets should... killed on screen anymore after uh, well, I mean, good. Chris Benoit actually killed people. <laughs> <laughs> why do I laugh so much at that? Yeah. But which one of these wrestlers will be unmasked and killed tonight in the arena? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still a cool pre-order bonus. Use the laser time link. Um, Even if yeah, um, I wrote an article about it just to use the pre-order links mm-hmm. there. Also, Mafia Three yeah. was revealed this week officially. Finally, really? Yes. I missed this. God, I, when did this? Yeah, happen? I didn't see that at all. Fourteen minutes ago, they only announced its existence, and then I think next week they're going to show the first footage of it. 
I hate like it ahead of I, Gamescom. I, I hate guess. it when I'm on this show and I'm like, shit, I have work to do. I missed something today. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I gotta get it's on. It's mafia. No, I didn't but hear they, about that at all. They uh, apparently just showed one image. I'm not mm. sure. I, I haven't actually looked at it. I haven't either. I've just had it described to me. What's <laughs> this like? The 1920s. Is, it is like four oh, characters God, standing. I wish you in, could see it, Michael. Standing in <laughs> headlights in what appears to be a swamp. <laughs> Martha came from a five day trip on the carriage to tell <laughs> to me of my... Mafia Three. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, Michael, as the only fan of this game series, how do you feel? Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, no, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I think the first Mafia was really amazing. The second one didn't really do much for me. Like, it was... The second Mafia was, like, a really good Gears of War-style shooter that, for whatever reason, shoehorned itself into a completely lifeless and boring open world. Mm. And that's unfortunate. And um, it was... Sort of an unsatisfying plot. I remember it, it pissed me and a lot of other people off by, like, getting you to a point where you'd amassed a bunch of shit and then, like, oh, hey, you've lost everything now. All those guns you spent the last several hours collecting, you're going to have to start over. Really? Yeah. It's a story element? Mm-hmm. I mm. lost it all. It's like, yeah. <laughs> now you, you've been... You've been kidnapped and uh, thrown into a, a job site, and you've got nothing but the clothes on your back, and you have to build everything back up. Oh, no, you bought a house, and now it's somebody firebombed it, and you lost all your shit again. You're just in your underpants. Oh, I'm no. gonna make him a pre-order offer. You can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> I have to steal a car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't. Ki- I, I, I'm gonna respond to you hmm. uh, for that joke, just like uh, my mom responds to me when I make a joke. That was a good that one. Was good. That, that was, was a good. good. That was a really that was good was really joke. Good. Hey, it's a good joke. Hey, hey, Mike, you gotta hear this joke. Uh, yeah, tell it to Grandpa. Tell <laughs> <laughs> no, Grandpa your little joke, honey. My son, the comedian. He Look. said a pre-order offer you can't refuse. You should have been. Why is why Do is this my mom? That's not what my mom's. <laughs> yeah. My mom's Canadian. Hey Tyler, get over here. <laughs> yeah, that's more like my mom. Tyler, <laughs> I'm your mother. <laughs> I love you. Give your teeth. mom a kiss. I love you. Push you out of my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> she says that every time I see her. It's incredible. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't remember that. I mean, um, Chris, what is the sound you oh, give me uh, to play? Fucking, uh, actually, Brett sent me a message about this. It was uh, Ian McKellen was on Fresh Air oh, yeah. uh, promoting the movie Mr. Holmes, but he had. It was a, a really crazy thing I've heard. Uh, like I've never heard somebody say publicly about video games. First, it's it's the Fresh Air guy, David Bean Cooley, trying to start shit over how video games are not art. And he just he avoids that. Can you hear me frowning into the microphone? It, it, just like it's like, are you still doing that? Like, how old are you? Uh, but he, it's not an art, like say public radio that um, <laughs> I haven't played a game yeah, since. Like, Pac-Man. they don't even sit here and talk to people uncut for like hours. What know. we do is so respectable. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> like, another it would be if we had Ian McKellen on. Mm-hmm. But you uh, hear me, Sir Ian. We'd love to have you. He has something to say about games. It's kind of a long it's a long clip for us and me, and it's about a minute and a half, but I loved it. You'll hear something about <gasps> games right. you've never All right. heard. Let's hear this. You also did uh, the voice of Gandalf for a whole series of video games based on the films. And I just have to ask, were there moments when you're there in a studio with headphones on, uh, doing the voice for a video game, thinking, boy, I, this is what I've come to from the Royal Shakespeare Company of my youth? You're absolutely <laughs> right. It goes like this. Because you, you you have to provide the voice for every situation that the, the, the non-characters might get into. This way, Legolas. This way, Bilbo. <laughs> this way, Hobbits. <laughs> this way, everybody. 
Come quickly, Legolas. Come quickly, Legolas. Come quickly, Legolas. Come quickly. Uh, Jesus. Well, <laughs> Come quickly, you do Jesus. all that, but you do it, frankly, for money. I was paid, I think, more for doing that than for the film. Then when we came to do The Hobbit, I thought, ooh, there's that lovely money coming from the, the games that people play. By that time, our uh, producers had bought up the games company, and so in your contract, you were told that you would be required to do um, this games, and if you did, you would be paid a pretty paltry sum. And if you didn't choose to be paid the poultry sum, which I didn't choose to do, somebody else would imitate your voice. So that's what it's come down to, uh, that you don't pay actors for doing their work. Okay, That's shitty. Hey. First off, I want to say, somebody yeah. get these men a drink of water. <laughs> because there's a lot of... Into the mics. Nobody Let's wants to hear it. that. It's uh, bad enough on our show. <laughs> it shouldn't be on NPR. Uh, but A, I didn't know Ian McKellen just said he was paid more For doing voice work on Lord of the Rings games mm-hmm. Than he was for doing the movies <laughs> That's an, that's insane But uh, like, remember, those movies came out And the first uh, the first film Didn't get a game, right? The first film did not It, it got it um, It got that weird Vivendi Universal yeah. uh, Like, we're basing this off um, The, the ori- books, yeah. Original texts it's like I got a call from their PR guy who's like we're going back to the original texts. He used the word texts like it's the Dead Sea Scrolls yes. and not a series of novels published in the 30s. We heard the fans. You want Tom Bombadil? He's in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the 40s or the 50s, whenever that was published. Don't call me on it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, I think, but remember, those games were made by EA, and they're pretty fucking, they were pretty good as far as movie games go because they were made after the fact. They weren't made to coincide with the release of the film. Right, yes. They were made to coincide with the success of the film. So Ian McKellen got paid a lot. Uh, the second thing he said was... Um, which I've never heard before is that he's not paid as much anymore because it's in your contract if you do a game, well, a, he, a movie. What he said was the producers bought up the video game company, which seems weird to me. Like yeah. unless they bought their own game companies to make like shitty mobile versions of the Hobbit, you, for example. You see what I'm saying? But that EA made the first games, and the next game, the next Lord of the Rings, anything was made by Warner Brothers. Yeah. So they're yeah. signed. They're signed, but th- that was also the thing. I'm like, that's true. But where the fuck was a Hobbit game? <laughs> I've never seen a Hobbit game. Is it only an iPhone? Lego, yeah, the, Lego Hobbit. the Hobbit. Oh, okay, so yeah. that's what that's probably what he was talking about. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah but that it, sucks. That sucks that that's his experience with games is lots of swindling than, me out than of my work. Swindling, yeah, yeah, it, swindling. But he just sucks. said he just all he said was like, oh, it's so it's so monotonous. But it's easy, and you're that yeah. character, and you're yeah. being paid a lot of money. So just do it. No, no, yeah. I don't want to do But then his point was chair in front of a microphone and saying things. His like, his point was what? like, okay, it was a lot of work at first because you have to do every line like a hundred different times. But you got paid well. Yeah. But now it's just I, as much work, and you don't get paid well. Yeah. So I, 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 I understand where he's coming. From I won't. I won't allow anyone to cast aspersions on Sir Ian McKellen. No. One of the greatest he actors is of our time. And, <laughs> and a wonderful above man. Above criticism. He really is. He is. 
I will go see his stupid Mr. <laughs> Holmes. I'm not going to see that. That really looks like a movie for ancient people. It really does. <laughs> like Sherlock Holmes 2000. <laughs> except that he's just old. He, Watson like, is dead. I watched the trailer. And I it's will just see like, anything he is in. I watched all the episodes of Vicious. I love it. Have you it. seen the trailer for this? No. Sherlock Holmes is, is, is old. Well, he's Ian McKellen. And mm-hmm. he comes home. And uh, people are like, oh, wow, I heard a lot of stories about you. No, it it wasn't None like of that. them were true. It wasn't <laughs> like that. I wasn't really a very good detective. <laughs> oh, a new case. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 but I'm not the man you think I am. Like, the whole point of Sherlock Holmes is he's the man you think he is. <laughs> it's the case of where did I put my hand? Watson, where is it? It's in your pocket, Holmes. You know what, God damn, damn you, Watson. I will see that when it's... Streaming for free on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I swear to God, I will. I can't believe you chose the service it'll be on. It will not go to Netflix. Yes. Amazon Prime. <laughs> Can almost like interchange those words. Like I will see it when it's priming for free on Amazon Stream, <laughs> or <laughs> streaming for Prime on Amazon Free. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, him and Patrick Stewart, like you said, unimpeachable. Their friendship is just a, a glorious yes. and beautiful. Yep. And I feel like, I don't know, like when virtual reality really takes off, mm-hmm. just like being friends with them will be like the main uh, virtual reality game. Sure. <laughs> you, you just hang out with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go bowling with Ian McKellen and <laughs> Patrick Stewart. It's going to be great. digital mock-ups of their heads and uh, have, have uh, them record like just... Just just put a microphone with them for like a year and record everything they say and then adapt it to an AI. They have to literally do every name there is. Great shot, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) If you you fulfill all the requirements, they will make out at the end. Confirmed. Wasn't that like what they're doing with Fallout 4, sort of? And Mm. then like they're recording like... Something like 500 common names. Uh, yeah, like they I did had hear that. Mr. Howard in the E3 briefing. Yeah, I did hear that. There's also going to be a... You can, you can get some romance on. I guess they're mm. taking some cues from uh, from the old Bioware there by doing voiced characters in romance, which is fine. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with them taking cues from Bioware. As long as all of them are Arcade Ganon. I mean, you could have a spouse in Skyrim. Because his name is Arcade Ganon, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I would go gay for that guy. I would. But of course, your uh, your spouse in Skyrim was more of just like a pet character who followed you around and could die. If that, she just sort of hung around the house. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, well, no, you, you could tell him to come with you. But Sometimes. Like, one of our writers, like, took them to a DLC continent and then swam <laughs> back and then just, like, used, like, a mod to use uh, a free camera to see what she did. Wow. She she swam back after him uh, across oh, the ocean. That's adorable. Just I, like a dog. I'm pretty sure she got killed at some point. <laughs> oh, no. but, uh, but I assume Fallout spouses won't be like that. I assume mm. it's more like a Mass Effect romance since they have voiced oh, characters. I'm so. speculating. I just want to build. Uh, I just want to build. Uh, you know, settlements. That sounds great. Yeah, I'd. I'd like to see uh, being able to uh, do the whole romance bit earlier in the game because I haven't played later Mass Effect uh, sequels, but I know the Bioware's thing for a while you was mean like the other two Mass Effect. Games? Yeah, no, I haven't. Well, oh I've, I played a little bit of two, but um, Bioware's thing in like in Mass Effect in uh, Jade Empire, right? Even sort of in the Knights of the Old Republic games, was that like there's romance, but it only really happens at the very end. Well, it, it, yeah, you that's, gotta, that's called a plot time. arc. You mm-hmm. don't 
you don't you don't like get with the person at the beginning yeah. of the movie. But what if you could it's, do it uh, midway through and then your character has like a weird relationship with their AI? Well, that's what mm. like that's why you play all three games instead of one and a little bit of two. It's like the Bible says: you got to put in some QT to get that booty. That's right. <laughs> it says no, because in Mass Effect One, I'm like Was all that about Psalms? Liara, and then they did a cool like. A cool thing that for, you know, like, whatever, two years or how long it was, mm-hmm. in Mass Effect 2, where it's like, nah, your love interest isn't even in this game except yeah. for, like, yep. a little bit, and you're like, what? And then, in, like, you get you basically get a chance to cheat yeah. on your love interest, uh-huh. and then in 3, be like, oh, no, now they're a main character again. Oh, yeah. did you stay faithful to them in 2? No. <laughs> yeah, of course not. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. And the only other news I noticed, and Hank's not here, so I can't even elaborate on it, is that a new Dragon Quest was announced. Right. Uh, 3DS. Well, for ev- for tons of platforms, for the really? first time ever. Wow. I mean, Dragon Quest has kind of chosen one platform, and then maybe, yeah, it's, maybe, It's always maybe been whichever platform was most, dominant in yeah, Japan. It's most popular, and like it's PS4, it's Nintendo. Uh, yeah, pretty nuts. I wish I had more to say on it, but I don't love the series like Hank does. But he'd probably want me to point out that Awada programmed the first one. Oh. Well, mm. he directed the U.S. version of Dragon Warrior. Dragon Quest XI. It's also, the, I think, the first game announced on Nintendo NX. The new wow. console I think we've never wow. talked about. Man, wow. Iwata Legacy, am I right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a water burger? Is that what the <laughs> reference to? <laughs> Please to enjoy. <laughs> Stop me. Let's move on to a new segment. All right. Yeah, let's move, talk let's move on to the community segment. Woot. It is segment in the community. Uh, last week's question of the week was, if you could ride any animal as your mount in a game, what would it be? Feather. Oh, jeez. A cactus? Wait, that's not an animal. Triskittable started the forum thread uh, posting the question and an answer so he get, they get read first. A druid, obviously. Being a bear, I need at least two to keep up a decent pace. But when you adventure as hard as my bear pals and I do, you need some time to rest while you're ferried around on the backs of others. Well, I feel bad about leaving it to some puny humans to heave around my handsome 500-pound physique. I figure it's good for their calves. To quote one of them, it beats CrossFit. Um, Gontian and D says, uh, if we can pick extinct animals, I'd go... Oh, why did I pick this <laughs> one? I'd go with the Jose Foartigasia Monese, the largest rodent that ever existed. It's basically a giant capybara, weighing more than a ton? What? Uh, nice. It would probably be relative, uh, relatively friendly, a smooth ride, and people who like copybaras wouldn't want to hurt it, making it useful in battle. So it's kind of like those guinea pigs from oh, yeah, uh, South Park. King's Quest, everybody rides like a, a, a copybara terrier hybrid. Nice. Beautiful designs. I have to play this. You really do. Uh, Hugh Janus, making their first <laughs> comment in the forums, says, A raccoon, and not just because of the great VGA mascot, but raccoons are just awesome, as you could just chill with them. Also, as it is a game, wait. Also, as it is in a game, it could be like a Pompoko riding an anthropomorphic raccoon with a little nutsack. Oh. Sounds just magical. I love Pompoko. First off, those are tanukis, <laughs> and they have gigantic nutsacks. Is that Marlon Brando correcting Dave on <laughs> Japanese raccoon? It's whatever that uh, sounded like. <laughs> Marlon, get out of here! I told you not to come uh, here. Uh, get out of uh, here! Get out of here! Uh, <laughs> I return to my cave. Marlon just <laughs> he just went to the beer to get a fridge. The fridge to get a beer. 
<laughs> uh, Dreamsphere says, Mine is one of those rats from Bloodborne. Not only are they twitchy and kind of cute in their own way, but should your foes ever best your mount in combat, it would shuffle off its mortal coil in the most dramatic fashion. But honestly, we all know nothing could be more manly than He-Man cosplay with long, blonde, flowing hair riding a unicorn to a power ballad. And that's a hey. <laughs> Everybody knows He-Man oh rides a God, green cat. Uh, <laughs> a walk-in talking Stephen Hawking uh, says, I like to ride a liquor from the Resident Evil series. Gross! A four-legged, skinless, muscle-bound beast that would scare the shit out of everyone who saw it. Also, that long, wet tongue could come in real useful on those lonely adventures. Just remember to pack the peanut butter. Mm-mm-mm. Get your balls licked by a Resident Evil character. <laughs> That's something I, very sharp I have never encountered. So I figured out the animal I want. This is the Latin name. It's the uh, the Bredicus Elston. <laughs> and Does it have pink hair or the? Uh, it's the it's the pink hair. Oh, nice Elston, mm-hmm. uh, which is a rare variety. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to see him a lot more, but they're going extinct now. You just dangle a bottle of Mountain Dew on a fishing rod yes. in front of his face. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, and. Uh, you, you get you get you get commentary on video game music uh, <laughs> as, as you ride across the countryside. It just well, in, our, instead of braying, yeah. it just triangle waves, triangle waves. Ugh, Toys R Us stories, <laughs> Toys R Us stories. I just want to ride him like a Viking, <laughs> straightway. So that, was that a Dom Irera reference yeah. to Doctor Katz? We're old. <laughs> We're old. Uh, Radicus says, "Bigger than Bison's saddle of the world, bigger than a bunch of elephants." World? Stacked on top of each other, my answer is Michael's beard. <laughs> a mythical epic steed, its dimensions and power transcend our, our our paltry world. At one point, infinite, at the same time, small enough to fit in my pocket. Michael's beard does not abide by our normal laws of existence, indeed. Some speculate that Michael's beard doesn't actually <laughs> exist at all in our universe, and is instead a projection from a higher level of existence it's true. projected onto ours. Regardless, the true task is riding Michael's beard is to make sure it doesn't end up riding you. As it is a finicky and cantankerous creature and can be easily spooked into destroying your current iteration of the universe before creating an identical copy moments later while in the vicinity of razors. <laughs> I'm not sure what I think about people making up a mythology about I my I think people should hair. do more of that uh, and mm. anything that bothers Michael more. Yeah, more. and Chris's back hair. Too. No, no, no. <laughs> you, don't touch, you don't touch the robes. That's, you don't, that's no. actually when you're riding Chris, that's like the rain. So uh, God yes. damn it. Yeah, you, have to, you have to dig your fingers in. And it's, it's like a, the, it's the like really shitty Italian version of rat tattooing. <laughs> yeah. You can maybe get me to clean the kitchen. <laughs> Um, I actually do jump on Chris's back and no! start pulling back hair. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> we'll be on the hook when that happens oh, at a future pack. Oh, man. Oh, um, uh, wait. I'll do the next one. Okay. Sensational says, I would choose Blanca oh. because if my phone battery got low, I could hop off and he could charge it for me. Plus, who doesn't like getting dizzy as, as Frell? When riding into battle. Mm-hmm. That's really fucked up to call Blanca an animal. He is a human being. That is a That's human true. being. He was a doctor, sir. Um, Retro Dave. Dave, is this you? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Humans are animals. No. <laughs> says, my choice of, uh, my, my amount of choice would be a giant two-toed slaw. Two-toed, not one of those lazy three-toed variety. Uh, it wouldn't be the fastest mount, but I don't even care. Uh, I'll get there when I get there. And when I get there, it'll be riding a giant fucking sloth. Hell yeah. Okay, I'm nice. with you, Richard Dave. Have you ever seen that video of Slaws doing their poop poop dance? 
That's such oh, a, oh, such yeah. a good video, man. Yeah, they get down no. to the bottom of the tree, they poop, and they, they like they climb like up. they like hug the trunk of the tree and then do a little dance to just, just get your their poop what, out. Like widen their assholes. They're just doing a little poop. You never sat on the toilet and done a little like to widen my asshole. You rock back and forth a little to get the poop out. I, that's not how poop comes out. Yeah, well, sloths think so. No, it's a little penguin that opens a door. <laughs> we discussed this with my penis. <laughs> it's. Um. Oh, I love. Wait, I just want to do this one. Moose such Mc- a horrifying visualization. Moose McGee <laughs> says "Danky Kang," which is an Adam Sandler impression. <laughs> Danky Kang. It's, it's both my Danky favorite Danky image from Jeopardy, Kang. and it's exactly how Adam Sandler pronounces it. Danky Kang. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Yeah. I'm the only one here who's seen Pixels. I'm sure. Oh, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote is that it. an accurate imitation? Danky can. Oh, that's correct. Oh, so are we wrong to to throw so much shade at it? I wrote a really nice review of it in which I Mm -hmm. talked about, you know, just. Somebody in the stream said he felt bad for you, like, after reading it. It was was fucking terrible. You're like, I love Adam Sandler and want to kiss him on the pee pee. That's what I. (laughs) That is what I said in it. No, the movie's terrible. Don't see it. All right. (laughs) I mean, like, of course we knew it would be. Yeah. The, uh, the youngest mummy says, I would tie a bunch of old mascot animals to a sled, like Daxter, Gex, Awesome Possum, etc., and let their obnoxious banter ward off enemies as I ride to my goal. God. Uh, the youngest mummy. I love that name. Mm-hmm. Glowgrass says, A giant squirrel. Wait, that's a, re- that's a reference from last week, Cape's cri- Cape Crisis, because that's what, that's what Brett called Stan Lee. A giant, like, <laughs> a young mummy. Oh, wow. <laughs> See? You're too young to join our mummy games, youngest mummy. <laughs> I'm not dead. Jack Kirby's a fucking prick. <laughs> I'm not dead, but I will chase you slowly. <laughs> <laughs> My bean digits are falling off. Uh, Glowgrass says a giant squirrel. They're fast, have fur to hold on to. I like this. And those demonic noises they make in mating sessions would scare the hell out of oh. any enemy. Also, urban squirrels are aggressive as fuck and can jump five feet vertically out of the trash can. If none of that strikes fear into the hearts of your foes while you ride them down atop a gibbering fur comet, I don't know what will. (laughs) Night Dehumidifier says, Since nothing makes sense anymore, given the fact that the government can consider pizza a vegetable and corporations a person... I would say the best animal to ride would be a 1966 Shelby Cobra GT350. It's more animal than squirrels or hamsters, and besides, when was the last time riding a puny rodent got you laid? (laughs) Well, thank you for writing in, Michael Graham. Uh, (laughs) Cody Sobel says your mom. That's an excellent mount. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Michael's mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the final one is a pretty epic one. Uh, Danmar says... The first thing that came to mind while listening to the podcast was the Laser Time crew. You would replace horses in Red Dead Redemption as the in-game mount system, and each person would reflect their personality in-game. This would be the perfect mod for the game if it was ever ported to PC. I just um, imagine myself like hoisting John Marston up on my shoulders and making it exactly one mm-hmm. step before my bones liquefy, <laughs> and I just collapse into a blob-like state. <laughs> Uh, and they give examples. Uh, nothing would bring me more joy than hearing Dave spout out his varying in quality puns. Yeah, I, I agree. Don't you yeah, they're the, you know they can't all be learners. <laughs> and Lewis would comment on every NPC's butt quality. Sure. sure Tyler Wilde would talk about the latest indie garbage game hey! that he's played. Hey. And then parentheses he writes, completely joking. All right. All right. Henry Gilbert would tell me. 
parentheses in great detail, his favorite musicals and why, and point out every socially unjust event happening in game. <laughs> in parentheses, I'm sure he'd sneak his Twitter handle in a few times. <laughs> H-E-N-R-E-Y-G Hey, I think those guys are robbing that other guy Don't you want to do something? (laughs) Chris Antista would do his better than average impersonations Most of them are (laughs) Adding Most of them are quite good And every time he burped or passed gas Would say, so sorry, so sorry Sorry, sorry My unicorn would have to be That's not true, Chris never apologizes Um, (laughs) Why apologize for a natural function? (laughs) I had to masturbate My unicorn would have to be Without a doubt, Bob Mackie. He is wow, a unicorn. Please forgive me because I'm not even sure that's his real name. What would his effect be? Of course, every time we rode past an NPC, they would say, Wow, wow. Bob Mackie. I think we have, well, we don't have I'm pretty yeah. sure that's his real name. I've never been <laughs> yeah. given reason to doubt it. <laughs> oh, that is his real name. <laughs> Jesus. Who the fuck? No, no, call me Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need his Maggie. birth certificate. Sorry, Bobby. Like the famous <laughs> Simpsons quote. Yes. Uh, in the close saying, I'm a little sad to say I'm not sure what Michael's power would be. Maybe you guys can fill in the blank for me. Sorry sorry for leaving out a few people, but I know my post is already too long. I'm unremarkable. No, you would uh, you'd wiki everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'd correct is, Chris you'd correct get all under the, his skin. You'd correct all the other horses' grammar. Just you. <laughs> just the NT stuff. Actually, the NPCs in Red Dead Redemption don't react to horses. I don't know. They, they probably do. I don't like the loot. That's a fucking <laughs> diehard of the vengeance line. Trying to do John Marston. I suck. Close this down. <laughs> okay, so new question of the week. In the spirit of adventure game puzzles that require you to use thing with other thing, have you ever... Uh, MacGyvered anything in a weird way, combined two or more items that shouldn't go together to create something useful to you in whatever context. Um, you guys, <laughs> somebody go. I, well, we were, it, this is brought up in the context of like excruciating adventure game logic where you have to like do a shitload of things before one single thing can move you forward. Uh, this weekend, I biked down to Fort Funston with my girlfriend. That's, if you don't know what that is, it's a former fort-like place uh, down by the beach, uh, down by the it Pacific Ocean. It sounds way more fun than it is. It, it, it was not... Well, no, it was fun. It was fine. It was glorious. That None of this is funny. But we, we biked up to the top of this giant hill that most people were just walking dogs on, and I see this area that says, do not cross this line. People have died. Mm-hmm. And of course I say... That's the bo- that's the best spot to take a picture. Mm. I'm going to do that. You're like, I want to see their bodies. Uh, so, these I, people that have died. I stepped down, which like a step down, like four feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as at that moment, I'm whipping out my phone to take the perfect picture. Uh, my phone goes dead, and my pants rip in half, <laughs> and my and my dick falls out on, <laughs> onto the ground. Uh, and uh, yes, this this entirely happened. I and believe it, except for the on the ground. Oh part. no, that that happened. It, but the reality was, I was stuck. Out in the woods with my dick out and no phone. Uh, and it was this this huge fucking crazy battle to get back into the city. Like, I need, ma'am, can I borrow your phone? Like, ew, don't touch me. And I'm trying to ride my bike around when you, your, your, pants are, your pants are split in the front. Uh-huh. Uh, your dick hangs on the nose of your bicycle seat and is pushed out and upwards <laughs> in the way that. Wait, looks. now you were not wearing underwear? No, I'm wearing boxer briefs, though. So, like, see, you had such an opportunity to hyperbolize by saying it kept getting caught in the chain. It, <laughs> no, it kept. It kept getting caught in my my girlfriend's chain, like it was dragging oh, that wow. far behind us. Yeah. Oh, damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but should have made her hold it. But it was like every, like 
We couldn't figure out a place. She, her phone was dead. My phone was dead. We had to go into an Apple store with my dick hanging out and rip off of an iPhone and charge my phone in order to look for a place that sold Man. pants. And I, <laughs> wow. And then I had to buy pants, and then we realized we were hungry, and then we ate, and then it started raining, and it was cold, and I hadn't packed for that. And it was like, just to get out of this situation cost me over $100 and right. made me combine. Like, I have to buy a jacket to... God damn it! That's a pretty good adventure And then game Grim puzzle. called and like, you want to stop by? Like, we're never in your neighborhood, but I guess! Um, <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, yeah, I didn't get home for, like, four, 14 hours, spent, like, $200 that I shouldn't have had to spend on a jacket and pants. And, and that, that was, uh, never mind. More of that on bonus time. I want to tell that whole story. It's so stupid. I feel like half of these are going to be uh, ways people made bongs. Because that's the <laughs> ultimate, like, adventure game puzzle, right? Like, well, I had an apple and uh, a can. Uh, yeah, and uh, you want to use tinfoil and pool cleaning liquid, and it'll it'll explode in exactly forty five seconds. It's great. And pipe cleaners. I'm a, I'm a big believer in uh, I can fix it, uh, no matter what it is or how little expertise I have on it. But I, I bought a bed from IKEA. That was that was the first mistake. Mm-hmm. And uh, what it is is it's a you know like a wooden frame with like uh, metal along the inside that just it's like a little metal shelf. For uh, not a, you know not a box spring, but like those uh, wooden slats that mm-hmm. kind of are curved and go over it. Has a little cloth strip in the middle. Uh, yeah, something like that. And then uh, yeah, connecting sort of the slats mm-hmm. and they, they go over it and uh, and that's fine, that's great. But there are supposed to be like these metal bars that kind of like hold the uh, the whole wooden frame together. Mm-hmm. But those I couldn't screw them. They, they didn't. They weren't right. I don't know what was wrong with them. I know I fucked up technically. The point is I couldn't get those in there. So what happens is it's the bed's against one side of the wall. And uh, <laughs> when I lie in it, it bows out on the other side. And the slats then fall to the ground in the middle of the night. It, it, it sounds like, like being knocked out into a Jenga match. It's yeah. <laughs> it's horrible because you wake up to uh, rattling wood and mm. falling. Which is, as we've all seen in Inception, the kick yes, the really kick. wakes you up. So I'm like, well, there needs to be some kind of cross beam. There's no cross beam keeping the wood from bowing out. So the first thing I did was take uh, steel wire, because I can fix it. Sure. Uh, and, and you get steel wire. I bought it from the old hardware store across the street. The old hardware store. <laughs> so I wrapped steel wire around Its the website whole thing. is haunted. <laughs> I feel like that's a birthday boy's joke. It is a birthday boy's joke. And that worked for about six months. Like, the steel wire uh, held taut, mm-hmm. you know, and actually started digging into the bed where my fat body made it bow. Uh, and then the steel wire all, like, on the same day, all broke. And once again, I'm collapsing into the floor on this Ikea bed. So then I'm like... Well, the hardware store is now closed. It's out of business. And it seems like it would be hard to go to a different one. <laughs> but I do have duct tape, so... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I duct tape the whole bed together. Oh, yeah. my God. So I get back in bed a week later. Your bed your bed at the bottom looks like a rental inner tube. Yeah. A week later, <laughs> the bed collapses again. All the duct tape has, like, withered and died. <laughs> so I buy some rope. <laughs> 
and now, and now, and never took away all the broken wire. So now the duct tape is all kind of wrapped around the wire that was wrapped around it. So it kind of looks like it's it like, looks like a 1920s cheater's boxing glove. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's like there's there's actually a little World War II soldiers crawling under it in, <laughs> in training drills. So then I wrap rope around it. The rope is just has too much give. So now I just live with the fact that the slats fall down every like. Next one or time two I recommend um, buying a real bed like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. If you'll recall, I slept on an air mattress yeah, before that, that, which had a hole in it, mm-hmm. which what? I also tried to fix with duct tape. You have a car and mm. you have a job. I don't get it. I don't get it. What's wrong with you? My attitude is I can fix it. Mm-hmm. Never works. Um. I bought for real cheap a um, a pinball table that what? didn't oh, have wow. the electronic part on the top functional anymore. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I turned it into a coffee table by adding legs to the bottom because like I'm a highlights. super nice. to raise it up to so it was level. It's not level. <laughs> well, no, I can I can put I can put things underneath part of the. It's like. It's like it's your pencils a, it, roll off all the time, but I put a scoop there. No, it's it's at such a slight incline because mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to like, uh, like if somebody's around, just like show them like, hey, here's my coffee table. I pull the plunger, the ball still like goes through the course. Wow! But if I wanted to, I could like raise it at like probably like an inch mm-hmm. on that side. No, it's not even that much, but like at that point, yeah, then the ball won't roll around. It just occurs to me, Dave. I've never been to your place. Oh. I've been near it. I think I've dropped you off like once. Tyler. A couple Nobody years ago. Nobody has. Uh. Nobody has. We've never met Dave's boyfriend. Um. <laughs> a mystery. I need to solve this. No, there has been someone that, at uh, Games Radar who vomited on that same coffee table. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, I need to try and guess. Oh, I know who it is yeah. automatically. Yes. I automatically know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I'm just like a super great handyman. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, just sounds like combining regular objects, dude. Yeah. But I, I had a problem. I didn't have a good coffee table. Hey. I combined it with wood, <laughs> made a coffee table. <laughs> and um, the only good craft projects in my life were made by Diana. <laughs> um, she uh, she did stuff, especially like a, a while ago, like shortly after we first started dating. Like she made a had like an Ikea coffee table like an old one and she like stuck on all like these these wood slats around the edges and like put a bunch of like America Online CDs on it shiny side up <laughs> and then like poured some resin so it was like a transparent uh, wow. tabletop with all these CDs embedded in it and then it got left out in the rain and melted um, <laughs> she also used to make handbags out of uh, album covers like record album covers uh, but I don't have anything cool to talk about, so I will talk about the dorkiest mm-hmm. craft project. It's not even <laughs> MacGyvering anything. It's just a fucking dorky-ass craft project from when I was a teenager. And a friend of mine gave me his fa- Super Famicom copy of Dragon Ball Z 2, like the, the fighting game. Yeah. And I just had the cartridge. And for whatever reason, I decided all of my games need boxes. And this does not have a box. And like this is this is a story worthy of Elston's OCD. Oh God! So I took apart a Super Nintendo box, traced the outline on a piece of poster board of both the the outer box and the insert, cut them out, 
made a, a fucking ghetto ass poster Christ. board Super Nintendo box and insert for this Dragon Ball Z two cartridge. Uh, decorated it with original art that I did with markers. <laughs> I think I was 16 or 17. Did you, did you sign your name with a little heart over the eye? No, I even made a fake back of the box with fake like screenshots that I'd drawn. Uh, Michael Rapara says, this yeah. is adequate. And <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't quote back. myself on the box back. It was just screenshots and like some scribbles and like, eh, story. Um, <laughs> and then like uh, my friend at, at in high school was like talking to this girl and they're like, Talking about craft stuff, I'm like, "Ooh, I made a box for Dragon Ball Z." He's like, "Shut the fuck up, Mike! <laughs> God, what is wrong with you? Who there, cares?" There he is, old and pussy was, kryptonite reporter. I was very sad. Why am I pussy kryptonite? <laughs> I don't know because you tell the, Dragon Ball Z crafting yeah, stories. Yeah. And I, I made a Super Nintendo honest about my dorkiness. Me Chris. too. I don't need to build up some I hit it awesome forever. persona. I hit it forever. Uh, <laughs> but yes, this show is a. Yeah, we'll get to let it out. You can do that, too. Lasertimepodcast.com slash forums, lasertimepodcast.com. I like opening it up to uh, to just crafting in general. Crafting yeah, sure, projects. crafting. Uh, you know, ideally, this should be a story about MacGyvering something, but you can just make it about a weird or quirky craft project that you did. You combined more than one thing. Yeah, lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to start the thread by posting the question of the week. It's read first on next week's show. It's a competition, everybody, and it's on. <laughs> so that's the end of our show. Let's go out with a quick I got round one. of plugs. I know you do. With you crafting. always do. With oh. crafting. Okay. Uh, with crafting. That's My why it's important. just touched your finger. That's feel good. Yeah, let's no. touch one another. Yeah. We are touching one another. No! Stop <laughs> touching me! Feels great to me. I don't know. Why are you both unzipping yourself? Never right felt now? so comfortable. No, it's just a weird compulsion at this point. <laughs> um, uh, we are lasertimepodcast.com. This week we have what is it? Summer camp memories in honor mm-hmm. of uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Again, nobody paid us to do that. No Netflix sponsorship. I love Wet Hot American Summer. I'm so excited about the show coming on. So we did a whole show about summer camp movies slash summer camp memories, which are if you have one, it's really specific. It's yeah. I think it's 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 strangely. As much, if not more, formative than school. Summer camp is where everybody becomes like, mm-hmm. let's let's go Lord of the Flies for a week or something like that. How about that? Uh, I love summer camp stuff. Um, and in terms of crafting, we do uh, we have a Patreon, and among the things you get on our Patreon right now for just five bucks, Patreon.com/slash/LaserTime. Talking Simpsons, a weekly show hosted by Bob Mackey about this the Simpsons. Uh, this week will be Moaning Lisa. I believe I misquoted yeah. the episode of Laser Time. Uh, a, a bonus episode of Laser Time called Bonus Time, which I'm going to talk a ton about Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It's the what is it? The thirtieth inter- anniversary. Thirtieth anniversary of Pee Wee's yeah. Big Adventure. Um, and um, also, access to Monday Night Movies. You like our movie commentaries? We do one every week, and you can do one live. Michael was on uh, last week's um, Super Mario Brothers yes. commentary. Um, that was fun. And if you look, we, we do it with a GoPro. Diana was on it, too. We do it with a GoPro, and in order to hang the camera, I like in order to hang the camera, uh, I found a thumbtack. Henry found a small square picture of Link that his brother gave him, and he never hung up. And I stuck a suction cup to it, and that is how that <laughs> that, that is, is how we have our yeah. camera on right now. It's with a thumbtack and a suction cup. It use thumbtack on wall, it, use suction cup on. It looks painting. like Pee Wee Herman's breakfast machine if you were to take it all yeah. apart. It's ridiculous. It's rinky dink as fuck. Uh, but it is all happening because I don't want to pay for a drill, no matter what. I will not pay for a drill to use for four seconds once mm-hmm. and not use it again. It's more than a game. 
Uh, <laughs> I have several drills. I use bring them all the time. Bring a drill. Sure. Bring me a drill next week. That would be all so you have great. To do is ask. I have a wall mount. I want to mount the monitor and the, the television. Oh, that would be great. That would be amazing. Michael, please a drill. Okay. I just can't. I, like I've never needed one for eight years of living in San Francisco. I don't want to buy one now. LaserTimePodcast.com. Bunch of fun articles. Henry just put up the top seven Mario side jobs article, mm-hmm. which I love. It sounds so filthy. It's yeah. not filthy. It's just. Alternate gigs that Mario had, in addition to busting ass in the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> we got uh, we got uh, uh, cheap podcast uh, yeah. commentary up on the Patreon, yeah. and we have um, a new Cape Crisis this week. Last week we had our our, our annual, not annual, our Ant Man review, which is like our the Super Bowl of Cape Crisis, where we talk mm-hmm. about a Marvel movie. Uh, and there's a new VG Empire up, Yo Yoshi, about Yoshi's Island, which also celebrated the anniversary. And I should probably stop plugging. I can keep going forever. YouTube.com yeah. slash LaserTime Network. We streamed a Hulk Hogan's Farewell match, uh, tr- uh, Tembo the Badass Elephant, and King's Quest in addition to last week's uh, Matter of Family DLC. Just check it out. Subscribe. I'll show up. Uh, yeah, that, uh, like you said, that, that commentary for wrestling uh, matches on uh, the Patreon. At the $10 level, we most recently did Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam 2005, which is... Uh, notable because it has Hulk Hogan, and we talk about his fall He's from so grace. Bloody. And it it's just like the most clownish wrestling match I've ever seen, where one guy is just so angry to even be in the wrestling match that he just makes it look stupid. So it's 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 fun from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, you mentioned uh, that stream we did with Hulk Hogan. It, if you want to see Hulk Hogan fight five other versions of himself. <laughs> That's the stream uh, for Hulk you. Hogan 80s, Hulk Hogan 90s, yeah. NWO Hulk Hogan, and then uh, Rip moves. from yeah. No Holds Barred, Mr. Nanny, and Suburban Commando yeah. Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. squaring off against wow. one another. I want to see Saggy Tits sex tape Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Orange Udders Hulk Hogan. Orange Udders. His special move is racism. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-four inch pythons. I don't but like that's brothers. Brothers is straight down. Uh. <laughs> I am uh, I am pseudo bread on Twitter. Uh, PlayStation Irish on PSN. Who's PlayStation uh, Irish? No one. Wow. That was a Mike Grimm joke. Uh, Tyler underscore Wild on Twitter. Uh, uh, PC gamer. Don't sound so disappointed in your own idea. His avatar is a dead jigsaw puzzle. It's true. <laughs> What's up with that? It is. It's dead shockwave. It's, it it it's is kind of great. Yeah. Shockwave has crashed. Mm-hmm. Shockwave has crashed. Um, Long live shockwave. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about the switching. transformer. Mm-hmm. I thought about switching to the sad Mac logo, but I'm gonna stick to the sad puzzle piece. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's me and PC Gamer. We do stuff. We I'm uh, after you listen to this, I'll already have streamed. So uh, I got nothing to tell you. Read read my review of Pixels. How about that? Hmm. Read okay. my review of Pixels. You'll enjoy it. Uh-huh. I didn't like it. Thank you, King. Thank you, King. You can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or follow me personally at Wikiparas. Check out my work on UB blog and also I just want to say like every so often I get somebody 
asking me like what was that song you used in the break or what's this other song uh, that stuff tends to be on the articles we publish on vidigameapocalypse.com you just uh, click on one of those scroll down and it's all in the italicized text underneath the, the links to the episode check it out it's a font of information and uh, crediting people who don't necessarily get credited on the podcast that maybe should for example Matt Payne who does our uh, wonderful theme song mm-hmm. but uh Anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. Give you the side job. I'll give you the side <laughs> job. It's when you kind of tilt your head and go at it, like you know. Uh-huh. It's where you suck at my dick and I tongue your bong. Where <laughs> <laughs> you you just lick a one side of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Leave Mario. One. I approve of this message. Leave a one side dry, please. <laughs> I got the bigger hairy back. Do not want to get my dick all wet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> For what? Uh, For Italians? Yes. Oh, I don't have to care about them. <laughs> <laughs>